What's going on, everyone? Welcome to Season Gaming Bitcast episode 159. It is an excellent Saturday morning. It's been an incredible week for gaming, and we've got a great show for you here today with two first-time guests, which is just always fun. So before I do that, I'm your host, Ainsley Bode, and I've got uh, Mr. Dan Rodriguez, who has no games. I know he's lying because he buys None. How you doing, man? Absolutely none. I'm good. I'm good. I had a bird shit on my head this morning. Ooh, oh, so, okay. okay. Start you your know. day off right. Right. You know, so I figured the rest of the day is only uphill. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, if it's at all downhill, then I don't even know what's going to happen. Man. <laughs> you know what? At least you look like us, though, because it's easier to right. clean. Easy you know to clean. Yeah. Right. I thought it was a bug because it hit me here. Then it like went to my neck and I was like, mm. what is happening here? Ooh, what and a great then, feeling. Yeah. Then I went like this <laughs> and I went, oh, no. As soon as I did, cool. I didn't know what it was. So shout out no, to that there. bird. I'm just letting my dog go at you. <laughs> there you, you go. Know? You know, tough shit. Basically, <laughs> is what I'm saying. Oh, that's incredible. Concerned. Fair enough. They're, fair enough. They're, they're delivering my my uh, my dual sense. Perfect Ooh. timing. Yeah. Ooh, there you oh, go. what one of the new colors? Yeah, one of the black ones. Okay. okay. Cool. Yeah, All yeah. right. All right. Yeah. Cool. cool. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect timing. But anyway, of course. <laughs> <laughs> moving over to our guest. So first, we've got Jordan. Our community knows him well from Backlog Chronicles. What is happening, my friend? Not much, dude. Um, I'm so happy to be here. Thank you for for asking me to come on. I know we've been kind of going back and forth as far as trying to arrange this, um, yeah. and 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 yeah, now you've been dodging us. Let's, let's I, I actually it. have 100, 100. Um, no, it's good, man. I Dan, if a bird shot on my head, we'd be in so much trouble. I got way <laughs> too much hair on my head. No, you be in for yeah. This is this is you know I can quickly shower it off, no problem. Easy peasy, you know. I, I'm not even thinking about it at this point. Put yeah, your head in the sink. Somebody help. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Let's just keep going. I love it. I got we, we, got, we got so much good stuff to talk about today, though, man. I'm, I'm just, I'm just so happy to be here. It's going to be a good Saturday. Yeah, man. Uh, so much excitement in the air right now, which obviously we're going to get to. But before we do that, we've also got my friend, Mister Steel Rain from Living Split Screen, and our brother Pong in the chat as well. What is happening, my friend? It is I and I am him, the one and only Steel Ring, one half a living split screen, as Ains himself has said. Look, I'm just grateful to be within the big cast kingdom and that the rain has been allowed to be to sit at the table for some of the greats <laughs> of the community, man. Y'all have represented the community very well since I have been in it um, for at least going into a year now. And man, I'm, I'm pumped to be here. We're going to have some fire topics to get into. Uh, E3 has been outstanding. And uh, honestly, it was only outstanding for one particular reason. <laughs> but uh, with that being said, man, I'm grateful to be here. Glad you invited me on. And uh, I'm ready to get into it, man. Of course, man. Of course, man. Welcome. So I know you guys you guys just wrapped up. So thank you for oh, yeah. putting in the marathon today. Oh, yeah. No problem. Um, yeah, man. Appreciate it. Um, but before we do that, first time guests. So before we get to what we're playing and then jump into the obvious topics, we're going to get into all the big games from uh, Xbox, Bethesda. We'll talk Nintendo. We'll talk a few recaps of things like Elden Ring and whatnot. Excellent. So, but guys, this is for both of you. Uh, we always like to ask first time guests, you know, get a, a tiny bit of little history, a little get to know you a little better. So yeah. on the spot, your favorite franchise of all time. Ooh. Jordan, I'm gonna go first. All right, all right, all right, all right. So, favorite franchise, it's Halo. There's, there's no question. Oh, good man. There's no good fucking man. question. There's absolutely no question <laughs> there. Um, ju just a little bit of background there. It's like I was, I was uh, unlike you guys. You know, I felt like I was asking my my mom and dad to buy me drinks. You know, because I was only 12 yeah, we years get it. old. You're young, Jordan, okay? I was like 12 years yeah. old when Halo came out. Don't get me started. <laughs> and I played the hell out of it. I remember. 
going through that campaign with my brother, I was just like, I was totally floored by it at the time. And, and mm. that is really what sparked my, my love for gaming. Yeah, I, I played, you know, a little bit of Super Nintendo N64, but I wasn't really old enough to, to truly appreciate some of those things. But, but man, Halo, Halo's the goat. No yep. doubt. That's no awesome. doubt. That's awesome. Rain, where are you at, man? And yes, oh. Diego, I'm not answering your DMs. I'm a little busy at the moment. All right? Damn. Yeah, thanks, Diego. Gosh, <laughs> we're trying to do things live right now, man. <laughs> but no, um, that's funny, Jordan, that you say that because um, I didn't want to be the only one to say it, but I'm going to have to go with Halo also. I brought the Halo right crew today. I brought the right the crew. Goat. Halo is the GOAT, man. There's a reason that when I watch that trailer from E3 that it still invokes feelings within me that I just cannot deny. It's kind of like when you see that hot girl or whatever, you want to go talk to her. Um, I still get those same butterflies from Halo. I played Halo competitively. Uh, I have thousands of hours within every Halo game that is uh, from Halo 1. I, I mean, from 2001 on forward, Jordan, I'm actually younger than you. I'm 28 myself, turning 29 hey, this year. Um, all right. But I've been online gaming since about 98. Um, so PC gaming is definitely within me. Xbox gaming has, I've been there at the beginning of it all. Um, and it kind of started me down this whole competitive path that I've turned kind of been in um, a multiplayer gamer that I've uh, turned into officially. So, um, hey, man, uh, that's what I would have to start with, though. Love right it, on. man. Love it. I did not realize that you were that into Halo Rain. So, oh, I, lo uh, I love it. I, I think love we should Halo. just turn this into a Halo cast. <laughs> Let's just go ahead and do it. Hey, I keep, I keep, I keep thinking like every time that I have this conversation <laughs> about Halo with people that, <laughs> that I, like I try to prevent myself from going too deep. Because there's like side stories, like people talk to talk about Locke and stuff. And I'm like, yo, y'all just do not understand who Locke really is. Team Osiris, the, the missed opportunity with Buck. Yeah. I, I, oh, man, there's so much you can go into with any of that, but I don't want to get us off track. So, yeah, no doubt. No doubt. We'll have to do that. I'm actually, so your passion for Halo is coming through. I'm trying to put, not trying, I am putting together a uh, Halo roundtable in all seriousness Ooh, for okay. uh, to talk about Halo Infinite and everything we've seen so far and the possibilities. If you want to be a part of it, just hit me up. We're, I'm here. We're, uh, we're gonna be doing it in the next right like now. two weeks. I'll tell you right now. I'm here for it. <laughs> okay, I'm 100 here for it. <laughs> I'm telling you, when Halo Infinite drops, I don't. Nothing else exists to me. Even when Elden Ring drops, like I Halo. Once Halo drops, that's it. That's un, until I become the top of the leaderboard, reach top rank, or whatever the case might be. I'm, mm -hmm. I'm not coming away from it. So, oh, it sounds like we got another teammate, Jordan. <laughs> I think, I think <laughs> it does. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Luckily, Dan has changed his name to admit what he's known all along, which is fantastic. <laughs> that is the most disgusting thing I've ever seen in my life. In my life. Don't make me you know, change it again. Uh, yeah, I know. I know. Uh, I know. But chat, what's going on? Good to see everyone. Uh, thanks for coming out. Um, guys, uh, give me your favorite platform then. You're both younger. Uh, you, I, I, you're on season gaming. I'm not quite sure why now knowing both of your ages, but you know. Um, <laughs> You didn't experience, you know, like Jordan, you said, you didn't fully experience Super Nintendo, the 16-bit era, right? Obviously, the 8-bit era. Um, but what, what's your favorite platform growing up, guys, for both of you? Like, what one did you think you played the most? Yeah, I would probably say N64. Um, okay. I, I played, a, I, I have such a love for, for Banjo-Kazooie. Yes. Um, Legend of Zelda, 3D Zelda, man. Majora's Mask, like, changed my life. Like. <laughs> Oh that yeah, is probably, right. that is my favorite Zelda game. Okay, by far. I and like I said, I, at the time also I couldn't really appreciate, um, you know, a lot of the the writing and how they how they crafted that game. 
but I, I did everything I could in those games. Like I completed it through and through, but looking back and, and playing them again now, it, that game was so far ahead of its time. Um, and, and it's just, it's just, it's, I don't know. I'll never forget that game, to be honest. Yeah, yeah so I great, would say man. N64 really stuck with me. Like I said Super Mario 64, Star Fox 64. Played played a lot of those too, but um, but but yeah, I would I would have to say that that N64 was was my favorite console. Got ever. you, got you, Rain. Where you at, man? Um, if we're gonna go with uh, the console that I we played the most, um. Just because I'm young doesn't mean I don't have time. I don't have time for everything <laughs> else. Um, Sonic is still one of my more iconic okay. heroes. I like Sonic more than I like Mario personally. Personally, I don't blame um, you. I'm a Sega guy, so so cool. uh, so right there with you. Um, but if I'm gonna have a pick pick a system just based off of how much I played it, um, I'm probably going to go with the 360. Okay. Uh, mainly because going from Xbox into the 360, it really set the stage for as far as like com- what competitive gaming was really about. Sure, you had that experience on PC, but to see it finally come to console and then bring attention to it, I feel like MLG wouldn't be where it's at today if it wasn't for necessarily for console gaming. Getting the attention to it uh, with games like Gears of War, that another series that I have no less than a year in within every game, you know what I mean, as far as playtime goes. Uh, or Halo carrying over that mantle uh, into the 360. Halo 2 was such a in, it was such an impactful experience across yeah. the world. I don't I, people like every time somebody like people try to downplay Halo, it's like I don't think y'all understand the impact Halo has had on FPS shooters overall. Uh, so, it the same. so many times, preach. It w- Call of Duty wouldn't be what it is today if it wasn't for Halo. Yeah. Battlefield wouldn't have taken where it is today if it wasn't for Halo. There's so many things that Halo has introduced, not just it being a space shooter, whatever the case might be, um, or being able to tell an excellent story, uh, but it was able to bring competitive gaming to that next level uh, to the point where, uh, you know, I was so heavily involved in it that my parents still didn't believe in it. Uh, but again, just seeing it where it's at now, people are making millions of dollars off these tournaments now. Uh, and it's a prevalent thing. Everybody's trying to get into it. So yeah, I would yeah, say, I think, I think we won't stay on halo. I promise. Uh, all jokes <laughs> aside, but uh, I think infinite is definitely going to, you know, reignite yeah. all that, that kind of passion and oh, yeah. uh, massive love. So we'll get to that in a bit, but um, yeah, that's fantastic, man. I think uh, great choices there. Uh, Jordan, you play a lot of golden eye. Were you in the golden eye prior to the halo era? No, actually, you know, I didn't play a lot of um, the, the, uh, the shooters on there. I did play Turok. Um, oh, great game! Mo- great mostly game. Seeds of Evil. Excellent I didn't really game. play the first one too much, but Turok okay. too. I played a lot, and it's so funny because I think it probably just goes to my 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 little child brain, not really wrapping my head around how do I navigate these areas. You know, I, I played all of Turok too with all the cheat codes on. That's all I ever did. <laughs> <laughs> all the weapons and just yeah, it just just yeah. Just <laughs> what was that the weapon cerebral, in, in Turok too that you drill into their brain? Cerebral bore. There it cerebral is. Yeah. yeah, I'll never I'll never forget that. I'm like, what the hell is this? Yeah, this is amazing. awesome. It's amazing. <laughs> Yeah, that N64 gen was that N64 gen was amazing, man. Uh, they did so many great things with that, <laughs> with that gen, bro. Like you said, Majora's Mask. For me, Ocarina of Time, Majora's Mask are still the top two Zelda games of all time. Yeah. Uh, just for me personally, uh, they set the sure. stage for those action adventure platforming type games. Uh, where we, I don't think we would be at where we're at today with a yeah. lot of games if it wasn't for them. So sure. The, fu- the funny thing about uh, Turok One Two, uh, One Two. Turok, the original, was it literally has a training mode to show you how to navigate the environment because that's when 3D was really just starting. And, you know, you didn't really have the dual thumbsticks at the time. Mm-hmm. 
because even though the PS1 was out, people forget the original PlayStation controller didn't have thumbsticks. It was just a D-pad. Yeah, button. true, true. So, um, yeah, yeah, definitely different, man. But, well, cool, guys, man. It's great to have you here. So, what, what do yeah. we – let's get to current times, man. What do you guys – oh, I forgot one thing I just saw yeah. in the chat is – uh that mama rocks is in the chat so big shout out to her yes. everyone please congratulate her for uh we chatted this week a bit and she is now our official uh community manager so uh awesome. super excited yeah. to have her Congrats. aboard uh and talking with the rest of the crew she may do some writing for us as well and uh she's just a great person so uh yeah definitely give her congrats and uh look forward to seeing her more involved with uh season gaming stuff going forward so very cool all right, man. So what do you guys been currently playing? I know there's, you know, it's it's starting to kind of ramp up. There's a whole bunch of different games out there. Ratchet's mm -hmm. obviously out and a lot of people playing that. Um, you know, Chivalry 2 is wild uh, yeah. playing, playing that. And uh, we got the Metro Exodus, you know, next gen or whatever updated patch you want to call it. Just Dark Alliance comes out in a couple of days. There's yes. a demo up for it. So what do you guys been up to, man? Yeah, Rain, go ahead. You go. You go first this time, brother. Um, for me, for me personally, I've been investing myself in the Bob Mutant. As much as people try to downplay that game, I Let's feel go. like for Let's it go. to be a small team and what they accomplished with the game, I am so dumbfounded at the beauty of it. Uh, the game uh, at first, it was kind of. I'm not necessarily going to say that, that it was jarring, whatever the case might be, because I understand what, how people feel about the announcer, or whatever the case. I do feel like he is overused. I do feel that they could have done uh, a lot better with having more voices in there just to, to add depth to the story. Uh, so you're not hearing the same guy over and over again, but I also don't personally mind it because it still adds that attitude to the game. And you have an understanding with the character speaking gibberish uh, and it being kind of translated to you. It still gives you that story aspect. And other than that, the combat, uh, the combat and the overall gameplay that the ability to adventure uh, to anywhere you basically want to go, the open world space, um, it's, it's amazing to me to be a furry uh, and just expand into this world. Uh, it's been such an amazing time. I'm probably about 15 hours or so in. I haven't had a lot of time to really jump into it the way that I've wanted to because it's one of those games for me, like when I get into these games, I like to spend time within these yeah. worlds. And I'm yeah. not just talking two, three hours. I want to spend four to six hours really grinding it out and getting my full experience in. Uh, but, but other than that, I've been kind of... Uh, Here's recently been heavily invested in the Guilty Gear Strive uh, because uh, okay. as a fighting game um, and as an Arxworks fan, um, I'm a heavy fan of Blas Blue. Uh, I mean, I'm a fighting fan overall, but I've yeah. never taken them super serious. Guilty Gear Strive has been able to do some things that where you don't have to take it completely serious. They have an awesome rank system to where you have this tower system set up and uh, they actually rank you per match that you do if you go online. So and the way that the tower system is set up is every level that you go up, you can't go back down uh, mm. unless you start doing bad. So it's completely you can't just go in there and start, start whooping up on people that may not be as good as you. Um, you know what I mean? So it, it keeps that balance there. It keeps the competitive uh, nature of it there. And not only that, but to be. Archworks does such an excellent job with the net coding in their fighting games gotcha. that the online experience has been amazing. So for a game that I could just hop into, play for a couple hours before I hop off, it's been an excellent experience for me so far. Uh, but that's what I've been up to here recently. So That's awesome, man. Yeah, I know uh, Elu, who writes for SG, was really looking forward to Guilty Gear, too. I haven't yeah. talked to him about it yet, but it sounds like it's good, so that's awesome. Oh, and by the way, I also want to say that Mass Effect Legendary Edition, I finished that up, I want to say uh, either, I think it was last week or the week before that, 
amazing. This is my it was my first time through the whole Mass Effect trilogy. Oh, great, great. And I'm still going to tell you because a lot of people have changed sides and said Mass Effect Three is the goat now. I think it's the better game. No, Mass Effect Two is the better game overall. <laughs> I, don't, I don't see how y'all, I don't see how y'all giving it the three overall. Like three was from, coming from two to three, it was so jarring, and it wasn't as interesting as two was. Like I was so much more invested in the Mass Effect Two, as far as like the character building and just the overall gameplay and how it introduced you to everything. Uh, was definitely better than one, uh, even though that story can't be ignored. But it just hit harder for, than three for me personally, even okay. though people say three was 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 good. But yeah, it was funny. I was just talking to Rand about that because we were we were having a joke about as people play through this again, it'll be interesting to see if they think three yeah. is the best. And some people have, but yeah. I know a lot of people are sticking with two. Two is definitely the goat. Yeah. <laughs> Dan, you got Dan invested for a second. I think we'll go back to Halo. We'll stay off of Mass Effect. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's fresh on the mind right oh, now. I'm ready. <laughs> that is awesome. Jordan, what you been up awesome. to, man? Yeah, man. So um, uh, two days ago, I wrapped up uh, Ratchet & Clank Rift Apart. Okay. Um, yeah, man. That was a really damn. Really you played it pretty quick then, because I remember when I we were talking about it a couple days ago. I was ahead of you, and I, I yes. haven't gone back to it yet. Yeah, man. That's that's the perks of being off for four days in a row. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but but dude, just nonstop set pieces in that game, and I was really impressed by it. It 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 reminded me a lot of the feeling I had when I was playing It Takes Two, because that was just like yeah. just spectacle after spectacle. So yeah, yeah. I can definitely see Ratchet and Clank being up there for game of the year. Um, oh. After okay. finishing that. Maybe not my game of the year. After uh, finishing that, man. though, um, I, I did start up uh, Metro Exodus on PlayStation 5. Yep. I am, dude, freaking incredible. I, I, I played the game already um, previously on, on my One X uh, when it was on Game Pass. And uh, seeing, seeing these upgrades now and yeah, with man. the DualSense integration, dude, the DualSense is freaking awesome. I can't, I can't gush over it enough and this is someone that that thought it was just going to be gimmicky but the the way they brought it into the game like when you if, you've, if anyone's ever not played metro exodus first of all it's one of the most immersive games you could ever play like the shooter the shooting mechanics are very visceral you have to maintain your weapons they can jam they can jam on you you have to be very aware of what's going on in the environment around you um but if you're when you have this battery pack, right, and you charge it with this dynamo motor, so right. when you're pulling the trigger, yeah, yeah. you can it, it literally you feel the resistance as if you were cranking a, a hand oh, crank, wow, okay. crank, hand crank motor. And the same thing with the with the pneumatic rifle that you have also. It's like you're it's like you're pumping a super soaker. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's, but but way more lethal. Uh, but yeah, it's it's a it's a visual spectacle. The ray tracing looks good, but the 4K60 is where it's at for me. It's awesome. it's it's so fluid. It really enhances the game overall. So yeah. don't sleep on that. Damn, 60 man. fps man that goodness yeah. Yeah. yeah no doubt i just started playing it again this morning i only played it briefly when it first came okay. out got one of those weird glitches that like stopped your progress remember mm. it had some weird bugs right when it mm -hmm. launched originally and uh i never went back to it so okay. picked up picked it up and i'm playing it as well i always get stuck on shooters when because you know the difference between ps5 and series x on a lot of these games yeah. is pretty minimal yeah, and it's right. like when they talk about dual sense like you're talking about it's like man i really want the dual sense features 
but I really want to play it with my Elite, you know, because mm-hmm. I far prefer yes. the triggers and the thumbsticks <laughs> on the Xbox yeah, controller. And it's like I just I need I need them to come together, man. Just meld those two things together to have the perfect controller. I, I'm with you, man. I'm with you. Oh, another thing. Have you noticed the loads are ridiculously fast? Yeah, so fast. It is insane. Like from from a checkpoint, if you die, it's like under. On average, I get it under seven seconds just to my back in the game. what this generation's about, man. I'm, yeah, man. <laughs> such you. an improvement. Such an improvement. We kind of joke know. about that all the time. It's like you see this the the hot takes of like, uh, man, I really don't feel like this generation's been anything special so far. And I'm like, then <laughs> plug your one X in, go back to your one X and just yeah. live with it then. Yeah. yeah exactly. You don't see anyone wanting to do that because you've gotten too used to how <clears throat> fast and quick and yeah. you know responsive everything is now. Mm-hmm. Never mind all the 60 frames like we talked. Yeah, that, I mean, that's a fact. I mean, that's one thing that I've always been trying to preach to people. It's like, I mean, y'all can, you know, sit here and be comfortable with 30 FPS all you want to. But once you experience 60 FPS and get the actual feel for your games, because that's the biggest difference for me that I've been promoting. This generation is about the feeling of your yeah. games, not just your game looking amazing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because that's how you get that the the more the better attachment to it. You know what I mean? No so, doubt. Right. Yeah, Ratchet's right. a perfect example. I lasted yeah. all of like thirty seconds in the quality mode on Ratchet mm-hmm. and Clank because mm-hmm. it's gorgeous. But I, as yeah. soon as I turned the camera, I was like, nope, nope. Yeah. I'm going straight. To you could tell point. it's crazy. Yeah. But people try to say, oh, I can't really tell. No, don't. You're lying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, you could tell. You could tell. Yeah, sure. you can definitely yeah. tell. Yeah. Dan, shout out to Mo. Sticking, yeah, yeah, Mo's still mode. he's pushing forward with quality <laughs> mode. I don't know how. I don't know how. Yeah, he's crazy. Yeah, yeah he's I don't crazy. know. Maybe he's just Leech doing it own. in photo mode. I don't know. <laughs> um, I finished Ratchet and Clank this morning. Nice. And that game, I've never seen a game that has so much going on at one time yeah. on a screen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like just every I'm like, Looks what the hell's happening? I mean, I'm in as fast as you can move, it's it's just insane. And it was really fun. It was, you know, it wasn't like, I don't know. I, it wasn't like one, it, like I played the last one just recently and, mm-hmm. and this one is so much better, but it, it it wasn't like beat you over the face with, you know, next gen stuff. Like it okay. was so subtle and like everything, I played in performance ray tracing mode and yeah. it just looked amazing. Like it just, like I switched, you can switch as you collect different things, you can switch stuff up and like, you can switch like the little bolts and stuff into like cans of pop yeah, or something. Yeah. I made yeah. it the sunset overdrive cans. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. So in, in, Oh, that's right. Yeah. That's what those were. Yeah. That's how much I know about sunset overdrive anyway, <laughs> but yeah, you can, you can, you can, you can change them all. And, they, and those look amazing. Like, you know, it just every little thing does. So yeah. it's, it's really cool. Um, it's probably up there for game of the year for me, but you know, I've also been playing my current game of the year, Hitman three, they keep releasing more stuff. Um, it's not a, like I don't have to sit there and like go at it for a long time. I can kind of go in for a few hours and, you know, get the elusive targets, you know, do the new DLC that they released, the Season mm-hmm. of Greed, which I think they've been doing a pretty good job with. They just released uh, Sloth, uh, which is different for sure. Um, <laughs> but they're adding different uh, mechanics for each one of them, and it's pretty cool. So okay. I've been playing that. It's just been a lot of jumping around on the PlayStation because I just don't feel like going and turning on another console. Like the only reason I turned my <laughs> Xbox on this week was for Tunic, played it, and then I went basically back to the PlayStation, played that, Judgment. I don't know, for some reason, I went back to Spider-Man for a little bit and also Ghost of Tsushima. Now and you're then, all over the place. Yeah, I'm like yeah. so all over the place. And Metro Exodus. I also have that on the PlayStation for some reason. I didn't realize that. I do. 
Um, I must have bought it for super cheap at one point. So I started playing that too yesterday. And it looks amazing. It's amazing. The dual sense, like you said, Jordan, it, it really kind of changed, right? changed it up a little bit, which is kind of nice. But I mean, I, I remember playing through that and like it was super, super interesting. But like the very beginning, man, it was slow as hell. And it's still slow as hell. It is. Just it is. So I, I just got to where it starts to open up now. And I'm like, thank God, because I, I was yeah. getting a little annoyed already. But I hear yeah. it gets really, really good. So I'm yes. trying to push through. Yes. Yeah, yes. It does. But yeah, I mean, that's, that's, is what it is but that's yeah. basically what i've been playing it's just jumping back and forth from older games that have gotten updates you know and then playing some newer ones so right. it's been it's been and we, we there hasn't been a shortage you know no, I mean, there's Scarlet Nexus comes out next week so yeah man I'm, I'm ready for that one too so jesus i didn't realize Excited. it was next week already yeah next friday is ready yep. i'm ready yep. <laughs> oh, man. excellent game see man you. so jordan you all good yeah, yeah, I'm good, brother. I'm good. It just it just uh, reset on me for some reason. No warning, it but it is what it is. So I see Dano, Boogeyman, Kev. What's going on, Game Filter? What's going on, guys? Thanks for thanks for hopping in. All right, guys. So <clears throat> let's get to. Oh, real quick before I move mm. forward, Chivalry. If you Chivalry too, man. If you haven't checked this game out and you want just an absurd, uh, fun, big battle chaos game, mm -hmm. uh, check this game out. It's ridiculous. Uh, I keep telling people I'm calling it like Battlefield 1132 because it's like 64 <laughs> players, everyone swinging swords and axes and stuff all over the place. There's the limbs flying about. You can kill your own teammates because, and you usually do because you're swinging big axes in groups of like 10 people. Um, it's just hilarious, man. It's a lot of fun. Um, it's like a $40 game. So it's, you don't need, you know, it's not even a 60 or $70 game. If you want something just to goof off with your friends, man, definitely check it out because it's it's a lot Interesting. of fun. Is it like the first one a lot, or did you? I didn't play the first one, so I don't know. Okay. That's yeah, I played the first one. I mean, it sounds very similar. But, yeah. yeah, and it runs well. Like you know, you never know with the kind of smaller AA developer yeah. if it's big game. But I mean, sixty-four players. I, there's no hiccups. Everyone gets in. I haven't had any problem playing. Uh, tons it's of stuff to dumb. unlock. Different classes. Um, you know, they, they've got a roadmap they released yesterday, which shows like new maps and modes and all for free. So oh, yeah, wow. it's, it's cool, man. It's amazing. It's very that's, cool. That's so good. That's very all good. right, guys, let's get, let's get into the, the big topics here because we've cool. got a lot to go through, especially the Xbox conference. Whew. There's so much to cover. I tried talking about Fire. it yesterday and it's like, you have to cut it short because yeah. there's just too much to talk about. So before we jump to Xbox Bethesda though, um summer game fest and ubisoft we like i said we kind of talked about last week but let me get your guys' thoughts um on jeff Keighley's conference right which we kind of said was uh well we said it was mediocre at best um with two kind of standouts which were really just tiny tina's wonderlands and um obviously elden ring right mm. um delicious yeah yeah, well, we can turn this to into an Elden Ring slash Halo podcast and just drive Dan <laughs> right out of the country at this point. Um, but what what do you guys think about what Keeley put together? Uh, hour and a half show about that hour, forty minutes, something like that. Um, you know, where were you on this conference, Rain? I'll start with you, man. Um, for me personally. Uh, like you said, I have to agree with y'all. The show is mediocre. Um, I'm all about the representation for us as gamers and constantly uh, these shows coming out feeling like they're so disconnected from who we are as gamers and not really representing the games well uh, just doesn't come across great. Uh, again, we see pacing really matters, right? Yes. Um, and Xbox shows you that that's extremely relevant. 
Uh, PlayStation has done it in the past. Xbox has carried that mantle forward. And now it's kind of showed you this is how it needs to be done going forward. Give you the game straight up, hit after hit, and then a few days later, now let's have a breakdown. Um, at least then you get the, the bulk of your information out, and then those who want more information can catch up on it on the back end. Uh, the main standout for me, uh, I would agree with you, Tiny Tina's Wonderlands is great, uh, looked all right. I'm not a Borderlands fan myself, uh, yep. but I understand the hype behind it. Uh, yeah. My brother was heavily invested in Borderlands 2, uh, but he also said Borderlands 3 wasn't all that great for him. Um, it didn't give him everything that Borderlands 2 had. And uh, and I mean, as far as that aspect goes of it, I can I understand. But I understand why people love a lot, why they love that uh, that series. For me, as a Souls fan and someone who loves hardcore games and games that kind of just tell you get good. You uh, are speaking my language goes, today, Rain. You are speaking Elden my language. Ring couldn't Elden Ring brought me so much excitement at the end of that show. Mind you, the because uh, that's a, I feel like that's more might be part more of the Xbox conference uh, talk, but because we kind of see, I don't feel like the him them talking about the fridge at the end of the conference is what they wanted to have there. I felt like Elden Ring was supposed to be in that slot, and they just kind of used it to kind of um, play off of their, their the fridge and everything because they said they were going to put that out anyway. Um, but just to bring it back to Elden Ring, just to see the expansive world and to see uh, FromSoft really take everything that they have learned. Um, from their end of, from all the Souls series game, whether it be Demon Souls, uh, Dark Souls one through three, uh, and so on and so forth, uh, Bloodborne and um, Sekiro, and yeah. seeing that kind of all be implemented into this game, it being open world. Uh, now we have mounts per se, as we as that want to call it. Uh, more magic abilities it seems to come across mm -hmm. as, and I always. The only thing that FromSoft kind of falls short is is on the story aspect because they make you search for it. Uh, yeah. Like you really have to pay attention. And I feel like with this this time with them teaming up with George R. R. Martin, we're hearing that the story has been done uh, years ago, a couple of years ago now. That so that's out of the way. I know that was a concern for some people. Oh, uh, we know how he does with stories. He never wants to finish them. <laughs> so. Hopefully that that's come together, together very well. So I'm looking forward into that. But just to be uh, as a Souls player and seeing Elden Ring finally be brought out, I'm excited for it. Um, whether it's cross-gen or whatever the case might be, that none of that is all that's irrelevant to me. I want people to be able to experience what Souls is, uh, what Souls-like games are. The four-player co-op, being able to bring more people into the experience is only going to be uh, that much greater for the series. And it, people downplay it a lot. They they say, oh, Souls is, is niche. And it is. But at the same time, they also underestimate the fan base that these Souls mm -hmm. uh, type games have. Um, but Summer Games Fest, that was the highlight for me for that. Uh, yeah. So uh, your, your last point there about underestimating, we joked about that last week because uh, I said the same thing oh. on the show. And you know what the number one view trailer was from this week? Elden Ring. Elden Ring. Elden Ring. Yep. <laughs> so that tells you everything you need to know right there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. People definitely underestimate how big that game is going to be. No doubt. Fact. No doubt. Jordan, uh, Machine Gun Mike in the house. Mo was super chat. All these Backlog Chronicles guys mm -hmm. are here. Happy Saturday, boys. Cheers to you. Dan's nips and everyone else in the chat <laughs> watching. Jordan, my fucking son. Thank you, brother. <laughs> 
<laughs> Always appreciated. Is, is that what MFS is? Yes, it yes. is. Oh, yes, it is. <laughs> it's so out of touch. It's a Moism. We okay, call it Moism. okay. So it's not like like widely you know known. Correct. Acronym. Okay. Correct. I don't think gotcha. so. Correct. It, it'll catch on though. Don't worry. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we, need to, we need to hashtag it. All right, Jordan. <laughs> MFS. Yeah, what man. Summer Game Fest, man. You know, Summer Game Fest to me is just kind of like. You know, it's there. It's something to watch. Like last year was really <laughs> underwhelming for me. Yeah. And then this year, I didn't really know what to expect. I was on vacation essentially when it happened. Mm -hmm. So I was just kind of like, I'll tune in when it's over. Um, and kind of, you know, coming coming to it late, I was like, okay, I didn't really miss much. But but again, the reveals for Tiny Tina's Wonderlands and Elden Ring. Again, those are the big standouts. That's, yeah. 100%. That's, that's really all you really needed to see. Like the Overwatch yeah. stuff was like... Is that necessary? Well, you got it's some just... live music. Did that? Oh, yeah, that's nah. true. Weezer. <laughs> Weezer. No, no. no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My my oh. excitement for Elden Ring can, cannot be overstated. It's like, like, like to back to your point, to your point, Rain, like, you know, trying, trying to, um, uh, for, for FromSoft to, 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 to build upon everything that they've done with their previous games. It seems like it's, 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 it's at that right now. Yeah. Uh, the whole approach to making things more accessible in terms of, you know, the, the co-op or whatnot. Yeah. I think that's, that's a good thing. Cause what, I mean, Ains and I, we got a lot of friends that, that suck at these games and hate these games, but, but they want to experience them. So, you know, right. if you can, if you can bring someone in, you know, take them under your wing and, you know, Sherpa them through this all these fights and yeah, yeah. <laughs> sure maybe, maybe maybe they'll understand because it took me it took me playing the very first Dark Souls. I rented it and returned it four times before I finally got hooked by it. I was like, forget this game. This is stupid. Why am I yeah. playing this? Yeah. And then when I finally mm. beat uh it wasn't the Asylum Demon, it was the second boss on that 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 wall. I, I can't yeah, remember I what you're talking about. But I, but that's when I was like, okay, I'm in. So so since then I've been I've been a FromSoft fan. And, and yeah. Elden Ring is going to freaking bring it. Yeah, it's going to yeah, bring it, it. It just looks incredible. And I, I think uh, there was uh, some article. I think it was probably Kotaku because it was bullshit. So it probably lines up. <laughs> sure, um, sure. But saying that the game, you know, they said it's going to be easier, and it's like that's yeah. not what they said. That's not yeah, what they said. No, not at all. Um, they said yeah. that you know because of the followers you can have now, which are upgradable, which sounds really cool. Yeah. Uh, the obviously the expanded co-op and things. There's crafting as well in this game. Mm -hmm. um, it's going to be more accessible. To your point, Jordan, mm -hmm. they never said mm -hmm. it was going to be easier. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, it drives me crazy when people uh, take leaps no, like uh, that. And I, I'm kind of hoping, you know, going back to George George R. R. Martin being involved too. I'm I'm wondering to see how that's going to tie into a narrative because like like you said rain like i i never really dug too much into the lore of the souls games because I've, mm -hmm. I've mostly just been a, a just a huge fan of the combat and just right. the enemy design I'm, i get lost in that and that's mm -hmm. good enough for me i don't really read a lot of the text there to you on the weapons so maybe maybe there's something different but that's kind of what i liked about sekiro because that was a very the narrative was right there in your face you knew what was going on you didn't have to really search for right. search for much of it so yeah maybe maybe that'll translate i don't know yeah, and of course, always shout out, right? If you, uh, you want to learn about Souls and especially the intricacies of the lore, which yes. does get very deep, uh, yeah. Body Bot Vidya is number one on YouTube. Um, okay. he, he's the guy to listen to. Um, like I said, Bandai Namco themselves comment on him po his posts. Okay. Um, and then uh, I always shout out RKG. RKG is a group of guys that formerly at IGN who do Let's Plays through all the Souls games. They got famous for it, started their own company. Mm -hmm. um, but they're just hilarious because it's fun to watch them play through because they're funny as hell. 
but the one guy like knows all the lore and he actually yeah. talks through it as you go cool. so you can really learn about the game too cool. so if you ever actually want to cool. check them out those are the two things to know yeah all right uh ubisoft we could be real quick on um <laughs> You know, we, yes. we covered it last week. We were kind of watching that show as a disappointment. It's like you spent 20, 25 minutes on one game in Rainbow Six Extraction. Then you spent 10 minutes on Rocksmith, which you talk about niche games. That's one. Not to downplay it. It's a very cool idea, right. very cool game. But um, And then you end with Avatar, which, again, cool surprise. Need to see it. But was now the time, considering Avatar is not in anyone's mind at the moment. No, uh, until those movies come back, so I don't know anything that jumps out for you on Ubisoft guys, or should we just uh, should we just move on? <laughs> I, I think I think we can move on, but Riders Republic, that's about it. <laughs> yeah, Riders Republic, I'm looking forward to. Yeah, yeah for for me personally, uh, it was it was interesting to see Rainbow Six Extraction, just mainly because of how popular that just that whole Rainbow kind of series has been, yeah. uh, especially with Siege. The only problem that I had with it is that it seemed just like a skin. On top of Siege, yes. which is, I mean, it is what it is. Um, apparently, it was a game mode, uh, a game mode that was introduced into Siege that they turned into an entire game. And to see that concept, it has some things that are cool about it. But at the same time, I, I made a lot of comments during the show when we watched it live that they took elements from like Gears, as far as like some of the monsters. Like when you were listening to like the Berserker, like the main big enemy that they. I played, said that. I said that just while like we were the watching Berserker. it live. I yeah, was like, berserker. so now you're just stealing enemies from other games <laughs> like, and they call them aliens. Like, what are we doing? Is this gears and rainbow six? Yeah. But that, that, that it was intriguing, but I, I, if anything, I guess it, it saved their show along with Riders Republic, as y'all said, and then to see Valhalla to kind of get that constant uh, update or continuing okay. to live, um, kind of being turned into like a service. I mean, we've seen this with the other Assassin's Creed games, but it was just one of those things where I wasn't necessarily expecting it. Um, I was expecting for them to announce another Assassin's Creed game or what they're working on next or whatever the case might be. But just to see that they're actually trying to take it a step further and everything and actually evolve that world more. I don't know how much more you can evolve the world after 100 hours of me doing everything else in the world and still not being close to being done with the game. Maybe three fourths of the way. It lost me. Uh, I had to put it. I had to put it down for a bit and pick up other and pick up something else. But, um, but yeah, right, we can definitely move on <laughs> after that. Yeah, Dan, uh, I think you're you're talking Dan's language about having to put down Valhalla because it just became oh, too much and too Lord. much and too much. And it would have been one thing if I would have focused on the story, but when you get into those worlds, you want to do everything. You want your character to look a certain way. You want the weapons. You want the armor. And then you get lost. And then, like, like for me, 110 hours later, where am I at in the story? <laughs> <laughs> And it just doesn't tie together very well, right? No, it like, doesn't. Yeah. No, it's is is monotonous. Like that's the other thing about it. It's one thing to do it. Uh, I know a lot of people have that. Oh, that Assassin's Creed gameplay loop. Here we go, open world gameplay loop. And yeah. Ubisoft just constantly just goes back to it. If it's not broke, don't fix it. <laughs> and enough people don't complain about it because again, Assassin's Creed Valhalla sold really well. So yeah, mm. it's yeah. true. Seven. <laughs> yeah if you're not aware dan infam infamously gave it a seven mm. uh that's our rutted joke here mariona pampa in the house as always no evil dead love actually that's a good shout that's out pampa that's yeah. a good shout out let me let me throw that up in a second but love sure. you guys hope everyone has a great saturday hit that like button jordan is a treasure agreed hashtag more halo talk oh it's coming there Don't you worry. go it's coming <laughs>
Appreciate it, Pompa. And yes, I did forget that Evil Dead uh, was um, just before Elden Ring. And, you know, obviously that's more of a niche audience. But Evil Dead's been uh, one of those kind of movie franchises that uh, me and my wife have just loved forever. And I thought the game showed pretty well for what it is, right? This is not some big blockbuster AAA game. Um, but for what it was, it had a lot of Easter eggs, a lot of fun little tidbits. They showed some Army of Darkness stuff. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely excited. I'm in on that for sure. 100%. So. All right. All right, guys, let's get to it because there is a whole lot to cover here. Let's Ooh, talk Xbox yeah. Bethesda. Um, and I think it's fair to say now that, you know, we previewed it last week, Dan, you know, and we, we kind of had so many different opinions and a big panel to talk about it. Mm-hmm. And the show hit. And I know uh, Jordan and I were in a party chat together with some other guys. Dan, you were DMing me about it. And I think, you know, pretty much everyone is in agreement and anyone can feel free to speak up. But feels like even the entire community, even the industry is in agreement that Xbox and Bethesda pretty much stole the show uh, of E3. Like without their conference, E3 would have been a pretty lackluster affair. Um, yeah, the, the bar was super low, to be fair, but yeah, they still crushed it. Yeah, like that, you know, and and I'm mostly critical of you know, Xbox and Nintendo because they are very important to me. You know, they I've got a lot of investment in them personally, you know, monetarily. You know, there, there, there's a lot going into it. So I'm always very, very critical of, of these shows. And I think I sent it to you. I said, you know, this is what they needed to do. Just throw the games out there. Let people see, you know, generally what they are. Just some trailers could be gameplay, could be whatever, and then later on come back with some developer deep dives. And I didn't realize that's what they were actually doing with mm-hmm. the extended conference, you know, because they had a little bit more, a better look into stuff, yep. a little bit with 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 uh, that stuff. Um, so, I mean, I, I think they did a great job. So, I mean, then Nintendo came out, and this that made them look even worse, you know, <laughs> based on, you know, and, and that, they didn't need that help. So well, we kind of joked that you know, you said it right at the start that Xbox, the bar had been set so low. It was like, well, now it's the time more than ever for Xbox right. to just come out and crush it because they'll get the attention for it, uh, which I think has happened, right? Yeah. I mean, the attention for Xbox and the conference and their games has blown up this week. Um, mm-hmm. So they kick off, you know, we'll kind of go through it a little bit. We're not going to go every single game because it would take too long, but yeah. we'll kick off some key moments here. So they, you know, we joked about uh, whenever they show Starfield, Todd Howard's going to have to be out there because that's yeah. what he does, right? That's the man. Um, and and they he just walked out right at the start and kicked the conference off, which I didn't think they would do. I actually said last week they won't do that. So I was mm-hmm. wrong on that one. Um, yeah, I was wrong too. <laughs> <laughs> but wrong. I thought it was good because we'll get to it later, of course. But what they did was basically front cap and cap their show with Bethesda. Yeah. With, uh, you know, IPs. Um, so... Starfield came out. Todd talked about how it's their first franchise. You know, he made it very, very clear that this is the first new world game world they're creating with his team in 25 years. Uh, And then they showed a trailer which, um, you know, didn't show a lot of gameplay, anything like that. But it was a beautiful trailer. Uh, Definitely set the tone for kind of a sci fi. uh, It backed up what he said. Right. New sci fi world exploration, uh, Mm -hmm. mystery, all these things. And most interesting, of course. Um, is that there's still people talking about how this was a CGI trailer uh, when it literally says right at the start of it, in-game trailer in Creation Engine 2, which is their new engine, their updated Bethesda engine for these games. Um, And if you didn't know, Aaron Greenberg and uh, Pete Hines did a Twitter Spaces chat yesterday 
where they actually joked about people calling it CGI. Uh, and Pete said he had talked to Todd Howard, and it's in en- it's an in-engine trailer with all in-game assets. And so I think what they're showcasing now, of course, it's probably the peak, right? This is your high, high end. But uh, if you go back and watch that and just think about the fact that this is what their new engine is creating and those are in-game assets, it is incredibly impressive. Yeah, yeah. I still don't know what it is, right? But that's that's my only negative. I I still don't know what it is. Yeah, like I said, you don't get gameplay. You don't get details on any of the systems at play. But I think they set up the the kind of notion of adventure well yeah 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 so we'll see what it is i mean that's that's what i'm most excited about you know just the potential of what this could be i guess i really wanted more information on it but i'll take what i can get and, i did too you know, but now that we know it's launching not till november of next year right, yeah we got crazy right we got yeah. a year and a half so next yeah, e3 will be the probably the 10 minute gameplay oh, you I'll know do it before that look too. like he's done previously yeah. i'm sure yeah, yeah. I mean, when, even when you hear stuff like, oh, it's like Fallout in space or it's like a, a Han Solo simulator, those <laughs> kind of things excite you, man. Like you have this anticipation for what could really what the game could really be. So, I mean, and again, from what I've seen, everything that Todd Howard himself has had hands on has been spoken on for at least mm-hmm. the next decade. So we'll see. Yeah. 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 No, I'm, I'm excited about about the at least what what it, what the kind of experience we could get from it like yeah. the last the last bethesda developed game that i really enjoyed was was fallout 3 okay. i wasn't the biggest fan of four um skyrim skyrim yeah I, I play the hell out of skyrim but like you know mostly just for the experience i i i i i think the space setting and everything kind of kind of really intrigues me more than a fantasy setting not that i don't love fantasy games i mean witcher 2 goat um <laughs> uh yeah, maybe maybe we'll get a different tone kind of game. Like you said, there's a lot of cynicism in the Fallout games. There's a lot of uh, kind of a parody almost. So uh-huh. I wonder I wonder what this will be like you know, when they say like Discovery and you know uh, Han Solo Simulator, all that. But yeah, but yeah, not 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 enough to not enough shown to really infer anything. But but yeah, uh, we got we got some time for it to to cook in the oven still. No doubt. No doubt. And what I what uh, someone was talking about, you know, what it's going to be like kind of traveling because they said you could travel to different worlds. And what I was envisioning, and I hope it's this way, is, you know, how in open world games, you know, just think you're Vegas, right? Whether it be Skyrim, Horizon, Witcher, right. etc. Um, as you kind of explore the, the world map, right, there's different biomes. It's like, OK, you've got your snowy biome and your desert and, mm-hmm. you know, all these different things. And it would be really, really interesting to me if they're capable of in Starfield, where when you travel to worlds, the worlds are unique, right? Sure. Um, and they're kind of like just full game worlds built around yeah. biomes rather than just an area. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, No Man's Sky dabbles in that, but it's very, very surface level because it's yeah. procedurally generated, right? So Correct. whereas this has the opportunity to really be fully fleshed out, and that would be yeah. simply incredible. Yeah, yeah. I'd be nuts. Like, it, I feel like if we were back in like, you know, the early 2000s, it'd be like a seven disc game. Right. Exactly. <laughs> you know, so, okay. so, um, yeah. If they can pull that yeah. off and basically, you know, make each one of those worlds, you know, a, a pretty feel big, unique, right? Yeah, feel unique, right. be a pretty decent sized open world. Cool. I mean, imagine. Cool. I mean, craziness. 
Yeah. yeah. Kind, of, kind of like Mass Effect on 10, right? Um, that's one of the main things that I noticed about the first Mass Effect, right? Uh, is that these worlds, you go to these different planets or whatever the case might be, and there's a lot of them, but they're barren. Yeah. There's nothing mm-hmm. there. It doesn't make you, mm-hmm. yeah, there's different color palettes and, oh, this planet might have lava. Oh, this one got ice. Oh, this one's a little more greener than the other one. But other than that, it's like there's no real life to them. I mean, yeah. again, it could have been just because of the time or whatever the case. But yeah. if that's going to be something like that, taking that adventure to that next level, I mean, I understand why people are hyped, man. Yeah. 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 And I mean, yeah. they did clearly say, Todd himself said that, uh, you know, they've been waiting on the technology to build this game. It's a vision they've had for over a decade. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, you can imagine it. And by the way, Dan, if they make a seven disc version of it, I'm in. I'm buying it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes. Uh, 300 gigs. Yeah. That was, that's what I was missing on Mass Effect, I think, three when I was playing through it. I was like, oh, I don't have to change discs once I get to yeah, like, you know, part of the when game. Yeah. This yeah, I was yeah, waiting for it for some reason. I was like, oh, man, I'm going to have to change. Wait a minute. No, nope, the glory. <laughs> the glory days. No doubt. No. No doubt. So we're we're gonna we're gonna jump around a little bit here in games, but you know, then they end capped with, and I did get this one right. They end capped with new IP. Mm-hmm. Uh, we now the Project Omen is was the rumor, of course, but we now know it's called Redfall. This is the new game from Arcane Austin, one of my absolute favorite studios. The games they make are are incredible. Uh, coming next year, summer of next year, it's a, a single player or up to four player co op. Uh, it takes place on an island, we now know, and they did specifically say you can go through this entire island, island, excuse me, in arcane style, mm-hmm. which if you think of Prey, you think of Dishonored, um, you know, excites the living hell out of me. Uh, mm-hmm. The characters really look cool. The character designs look amazing. You know, you look abilities, you've got vampires. There's a lot going on here. Obviously, again, not gameplay, but I think they did a better job, say, than Starfield, right, of kind of showing yes. what you can expect from the game. Yeah. Uh, and, and then, of course, they give us more details later, like I just described. So mm-hmm. this game immediately jumps to the top of, you know, I mean, it's not Elden Ring or Halo, but it's close. Oh, yeah. It's up there. Oh, yeah. um, definitely one of my most anticipated and uh, arcane. I mean, just look at their track history. The games they create are phenomenal. They're unique, uh, new and phenomenal. And they do some great world building. So this mm-hmm. has me just incredibly hyped. Yeah, absolutely. Dude, I am a I am an Arcane stan. I, I love <laughs> everything they do. Like, we need to protect Arcane because well, yeah, no doubt. Yeah, give them money like, and give yeah, them time and let them do their do. Because critically, they always do well, but their sales never really kind of you know mm-hmm. do too much to impress. But but their games, they basically set the standard for what it means to have player agency. Yeah, uh, the, the the level of freedom you have in all of their games is is unmatched. Like Prey is one of my favorite games. I won't ever forget that game. Yes. The first time I played it, that first opening sequence when you when you figure out what's happening, yeah, 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 that's yeah. God. <laughs> and and I mean, Very definitely Bioshockish. Through, but but yes, I the, the you're absolutely right. The the trailer showed enough to give us an idea. We have the we have the abilities and everything. Like I I. <laughs> And this is kind of a segue too, but I love how open world games are always set on an island, just to kind of, <laughs> <laughs> just to kind of prevent the. Yeah, this is the limit. <laughs> but, yeah. But uh, but no, Arcane. Yeah, they, they are masters of their craft. They have they have personality with their games, but they also have, like I said, they have the mechanics to to help uh, further demonstrate the, the the personality of those games. And like I said, agency is is the is the coolest thing that that that, that they always manage to nail. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'd have to agree with I, I I definitely agree with y'all on that. Um, seeing it 
being Project Omen could be called Redfall, seeing them in- introduce vampires the way they introduced them. I was thinking that we were going to be playing as vampires, right? Um, <laughs> yeah. That was that's the thought that was getting me excited. Um, but also from what we've seen, I know a lot of people were like, "Oh, CGI! I don't, I don't, I don't get why they showed that." Again, it's a game that's some time out, right? So just seeing what we saw and getting a basis of what we're going to be doing for player co-op. Uh, shooting the, the vampires, kind of like uh, I believe it was uh, slow mo uh, backslap, kind of make the reference to it earlier in the week, where it was kind of like Borderlands ish uh, to him. Mm-hmm. And and when he was explaining the abilities and everything, I was like, oh, I can I can see that from what I know about Borderlands. And I was like, oh, I can see why why you would say that. But at the same time, again, it's a new IP. It's always excellent to see uh, these new ideas come out. Again, Arcane being able to give the uh, being able to be given the time, effort, uh, and the money to bring whatever yes. vision that they have to life. Again, you speak about Dishonored, uh, an excellent series. Give them the time. Protect Arcane, like y'all said, mm-hmm. man. They can put out an excellent title. Um, we just, I want to know whether it's first person, third person. I think if it's if it ends up being a third person game, I think it'll be an excellent, excellent take sure. on on that series. Something different, um, kind of outside a little bit out of the wheelhouse a little bit as far as that goes. But even if it's a first person game, I mean, there still has a lot of potential there. Mm-hmm. Seemed like some good verticality in it and everything. So I'm interested to see where it goes uh, and where how the, what their takes on vampires and and the such are. Because yeah. honestly, um, other than Back for Blood, I'm kind of over this whole zombie thing, man. Like, there's other mysterious beasts that we could be using, right? So, yeah, I hear you, man. Yeah, and as you said that about the kind of first person, third person, I realized that I, I didn't actually know. So I'm, I quickly went to the site, and it does say here Redfall Open World Co op FPS. So okay, it's first okay, person. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, from Prey and Dishonored, okay, of course. Excellent. Um, yeah, it, it just sounds really cool. And one thing, Dan, before I get your comment on Redfall, is uh, we've, we've, we've heard so many times, like especially with Dishonored 2, because it came out at a bad time, if you remember, mm-hmm. and it was critically acclaimed. Um, but it, it sales to your point, Jordan, just didn't do well. Prey was mm-hmm. very similar. Um, you know, again, and I know you're going to hear so many people say this so many times, but Game Pass, man, yeah, Game Pass. It, it's just it's that simple. It, it's <laughs> literally the, in the first paragraph on their site. Played on Game Pass day one because, <laughs> yep. you know, if you're a developer and you're creating new IPs, which is already tough, a new IP is mm-hmm. tougher to get traction on than a big sequel, right? Um, and then, you know, you're, you're creating something unique. Uh, if you're a developer, you just want people to play your, the thing you created. That's it. Um, you know, and, and at the end of the day, it's just amazing that these games like that, this quality, these AAA games, uh, are going to have millions upon millions, if not by next summer, hell it could be tens of millions of eyes on them at yeah. launch automatically, you know? And I think that's gotta be very exciting for these devs. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So. Yeah. Dan, what do you think of Redfall, man? I know you uh, you kind of in the same place with Arcane, I think. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I, I my my only question of it is is how it's going to play solo because it looks like yeah. it was you know there's a lot of those games out there that are co op and they kind of focus that way. Like, is it going to mm-hmm. be you know bots going to be with you? Whatever it is, as long as I can play it by myself and it's not ridiculously you know difficult or right. you know then I'm fine with it. It looks amazing. You know, I love that art style. That's Arcane's kind of, you know, go-to, you know, especially with the Dishonor. You can really see the, the similarities there. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm ready for it, man. Let's see, let's see what they can do. This is what I wanted when the show started. I wanted some new IPs. And another yeah. thing, you know, was a lot of these games are, you know, were announced for the Series X, you know, yeah. not both consoles. That's exciting to me yeah. because, you know, we can start seeing what these consoles 
can do, mm-hmm. you know, when they're these games are specifically designed to take advantage of all these things, you know, right. and I'm ready for them. I'm ready for yeah. that. I don't know if that one was. It is. You know, it is. It's a Xbox Series X, S, and PC. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. Yes. And yes. Uh, by the way, it's nice to have the site up. There's more details here than I realized, guys. Um, so it said it blends single and multiplayer options seamlessly, allowing the oh, player wow. to venture into the darkness alone or squad up. Uh, teammates can try different hero loadouts and combine their strengths to cool. overcome the Vampire Legion and blah, 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 blah. So, cool. And it actually has profiles of all four of the heroes as well, uh, including oh, background nice. and stuff. So just check out their site. Nice. Just, uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah, it's excellent. Pretty cool. Um, it should have been on season gaming already, but we failed on that front. So, mm. <laughs> but what no, that's a, uh, yeah, it's a good one. I'm excited for. So, um, all right, guys. All right. We, we got to get to it. Come on. <laughs> Let's talk about Halo, man. Drum Let's roll. Let's Halo. go. So Dan, feel free to, uh, I'll go to you first and you can just sure. say, I'll play the campaign and then we <laughs> yeah, can move that's, on. That's very much it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you gotta, here's the thing. So what they showed I mean, it's not going to get me to play multiplayer, but I can understand okay. where these Halo fans, you know, see that and go, holy crap. I guess some of the stuff was amazing, like just, mm-hmm. you know, watching the no scope, you know, flying through, you know, like all that stuff was cool. You know, you you kind of talked about, I think, like some of the, the how, like the ragdoll physics and stuff like that, like watching the, the just everything happen. If you really kind of look at it, it's awesome. I mean, it, it really does look good. And I think... People are going to be super excited. Oh, and it's also free to play. You know, yes. it's going to be freaking huge. Yeah, yeah. Huge. it's going to be monstrous. I think, yeah, people don't realize how big the game is going to be once it's, word starts to spread. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, by the way, before we get to that, shout out AKW, one of our brothers in the house. Happy Father's Day to all the fathers out there. No mm. doubt. No doubt. So, yes. Much love. Much love. All right, guys. Uh, so, last week I said, and one of the things I did get right, um, is around how 343 would present Halo. And I thought they did it to perfection. Um, you get Bonnie Ross, right, head of studio. You get Joseph Staten, who was brought in to kind of realign the mess, if you will. Uh, yes. Staten has been around a long time, very knowledgeable and, you know, kind of big a big part of that community for a mm-hmm. long time now. Uh, and if you listen to his wording carefully, um, one of the things I said last week was they needed to show campaign, but only narratively. They needed to reset the narrative around campaign to show you, um, you know, to get people's mind away from what Halo 5 was. <laughs> yeah. Because I think most of us agree that narratively Halo 5 was uh, kind of messy. So yeah. uh, to put it lightly. So <clears throat> what did they do? You know, he comes out he specifically says this is Chief's story. And then they show just about 90 seconds of Chief. Uh, and mm-hmm. this new AI, it's not Cortana. I'm yeah. driving me crazy when people say that. Um, but this new AI, it was interesting. It was gorgeous. Um, and it did enough to get people excited about Chief again before jumping over to multiplayer, which is where the meat was, which is what was rumored. Um, and I'll tell you guys, I- I've said this many times now, and I could keep talking about it forever. But that multiplayer trailer, there's so much in it that is yeah. both an homage to... <clears throat> Halo multiplayer's history, right? Yeah. And also kind of just really quick little shout outs to the people like us who are truly invested in Halo multiplayer. Mm-hmm. Um, I know Jordan and I were in a party chat during the show. Yes. And I when Halo came on, I, I muted myself and said, guys, I'm going on mute. I need to leave me alone. Like this is <laughs> I need to experience this solo. And uh, I was just I was bouncing off. I was like a little kid. 
I was Damn. bouncing off my couch watching that trailer. I've watched it like several times since. If you haven't, we'll keep saying it. Make sure you watch it in 4K. <laughs> but guys, I know you're like me with this love. Um, it was a perfect showing from them, in my opinion. And they've shown so much that I literally, I, I just cannot wait to get my hands on this. It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Have at it. Have at it, Rain. Oh, man. Um, for me, just to, just to start off with, because I've been seeing this kind of go back and forth, and y'all can correct me if I'm wrong on, the, on this sure. thinking. Um, how they introduced Halo, again, was exactly what they needed. To see Joseph Stanton and Bonnie Ross come out there, mainly Joseph Stanton, uh, like you said, Ains, to re really realign Halo, um, get somebody in there that actually knows what needs to happen uh, was amazing to me. Uh, just seeing his face was an, was an amazing thing. But then for them to cut into the scene with John 117, also known as the Master Chief, um, and seeing him bouncing from you know, from debris to debris, pushing stuff out the way. Um, him being told that, oh, you have one bullet. Yeah, uh, and, him and him saying, yo, it's, I'm, I'll be all right. And you <laughs> see him blow up the wall and he's pushing through to the emotion that was invoked from when he got onto that warthog and he was getting ready to pull the gun from the soldier. And mm -hmm. it, you, the way that 343 has been able to invoke the emotion out, out of a man that's in a suit is just insane to me and it's like it's carrying on from the whole bungee thing right and then going into the a scene with uh whether you want to let's refer to her correctly as the weapon because that's the, the only thing yeah, that we know her as too. currently um yep. some people want to refer as cortana's sister which could be a case i mean <laughs> um in some cases they're saying that it could have been an earlier version of her um of Cortana per se, or whatever the case might be. What right now we're gonna? She is the weapon, as, as she should be known as. Uh, and then seeing the uh, emotion that was evoked in that, and kind of that that whole exchange that they had. Uh, I think Rob people really kind of make that connection to Cortana. But, I mean, let's be honest, she has does have some does look like her in some aspects um, mm -hmm. and from the voice to the whole aesthetic and everything. And then not only that, but the emotion between the two where chief is like, well, what do you mean? What do you mean? Cortana was the leader. What happened? And she's like, Oh, did you bump your head? So now you get your mind wandering. It's like, okay, what's going on? Um, and then for those who are familiar with the books, it kind of dives deeper, dives deeper from there. to where it kind of gives you a different kind of aspect, but they invoked so much emotion, especially compared to what we saw initially from last year to the point to where it gave me, like I kind of explained earlier, those butterflies where I'm now like, I need to know what's going to happen within this story. Yeah. Uh, being invested in the universe, um, in the books and everything, you have one aspect of it. But then Halo Infinite is kind of turning things on its head and you don't know the exact direction that they may take this. Uh, see, it, it, that has me excited. Then going into the multiplayer and just, oh my goodness, dude, the multiplayer <laughs> is going to be insane. And not only that, it's going to be free to play. People are going to have untapped access into this, into this multiplayer uh, base that a lot of people, again, they try to downplay. Halo is very unique in many ways, um, whether it was grappling grappling hook the the grapple jack the that grapple thing was jack. is yeah. amazing to me you know what i mean um and then learning that uh these they're going to bring the power ups back but the grappling hook is not something that's part of your loadout you got to go pick it up uh, or these right. other abilities you got to go pick them up and then when you 
when you you they don't get used until you use them right and if you don't use them you drop them and then the next person could pick them up yeah. like they're adding so many mechanics they're evolving halo in so many great ways that mm -hmm. it's exactly what i was looking for um again you see the different types of uh physics that they're actually introducing to like how can you feel the weight of the guns through a stream yeah. I like that is insane to me that they have they seem to have got it right right and, and it's not going to be until I'm in the flight program and everything uh so it's not going to I'm I really want I'm excited to see jump in there test it out and see how it truly feels but again it invoked so many halo memories within me with that multiplayer that they showed and then the deep dive that followed up after that uh where they were just kind of talking about it a little more in depth and what they were trying to go for along with adding a training mode yeah, With man. AI, you're telling me that there's going to be so much access for newer players to jump into. Let's be honest. Halo's not one of those games to where you could put it down for a month and then just come back into and say and think that you're going to be all right. Nah, if you're not consistent in Halo, you're going to get smacked around. And it, it, it is what it is. It's very competitive. It's always been that way. But to have a training mode where you can adjust the levels of the AI and really get your gun game skills right or test out different moves or whatever the case might be, uh, bringing this whole training academy and making you feel like you're the Spartan in this multiplayer experience, not just Chief in some armor or some other random Spartan in some armor. You are the Spartan that's in this multiplayer experience, uh, whether it be the customization, the custom AI. Like, these ideas have me so amped up. I'm, like, even thinking about it now. It's, like, bringing, bringing me goosebumps because it's, like, <laughs> I needed to come out tomorrow. Where is it at? Like, you know, and I want it to release in September because that's easy. I, that's sooner than I could get it. It's right around the corner. You know what I mean? But uh, they invoke so much, so much emotion within me. Again, I, they, they get brought those butterflies back. Every time that I hear people talking about Halo, it sends those memory banks right, right into motion. I'm thinking, I'm thinking like, man, I remember glitching out of the map in Halo 2 and doing that for hours and hours <laughs> on the end, you know, modding in scarabs and everything, uh, you know, the back then or whatever the case might be. And just having a good time, especially on the multiplayer side. Uh, we especially when you get a good team of people that are all a similar skill level or whatever the case and just dominating people um, and it's not one single way that's what makes Halo unique that I feel like a lot of these other shooters uh, miss is that these other shooters have metas per se Halo doesn't per se have a meta it's either you're you're going to get good at it or you're not and that's, and that's what I've always enjoyed about Halo and loved about Halo so um, I'm excited to see it come back man so, so long story short it didn't do much for you yeah, long story short, it was, it was mediocre. Kind of sucked. I don't. I don't think anybody should should worry about what three four three is and uh, is is bringing into this. I mean, you, you see devs now coming out and seeing the, the positive reception that it's been getting. Now they're energized again. The positive energy has reinvigorated them to and reinforce them to to know that they're going in the right direction and i'm always on the fence of listening too much to your fan base and also producing your own game yeah uh, but it's just to see them say that hey we're, we're glad to hear that we're on the right track or whatever the case we're excited that you guys are excited and we're moving in this direction so dan are you uh, representing pong in the chat what is this it was a seven <laughs> it was a seven <laughs> <laughs> Goodness, Lord! Uh, but, you, you, if you're trying to talk, you're muted, Dan. I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> Sorry, I, 
to change my name real quick since you keep freaking <laughs> oh man jordan i know uh i know you're pretty much in the same place yeah. but uh, yeah. anything you want to add yeah let me just i just i just wanted to say like that um that little um narrative uh scene that we got mm-hmm. there too it it, it it made me think of like, okay, we're going to touch back on the emotional level that Halo 4 gave us. Yes. yes. And that's, oh that's what I wanted. And, and me too. it's just, I'm just, I'm just so, I'm so happy with, 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 with what it seems like where it's going. Like I said, they gave us enough to, to help kind of set the stage, but still leave us mostly in the dark as far as yes. what's going on. I like how the, um, the weapon kind of has that kind of uh, sarcasm that Cortana brought, yeah. always brought. So again, they're 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 hitting all those all those story beats that that a lot of the diehard fans are are used to. Yeah, and by the Halsey, way, <laughs> not to interrupt you, Jordan. Uh, yeah, you saw Dano, Dano posted in the chat. He said, "If you read Halsey's journal, Ooh, which Halsey's journal, Halsey. which I have sitting here somewhere, because it came with the Reach Collector's Edition, if that's what he's referring to. Oh, here it is. Uh, it actually references the weapon. Yes, oh, very cool. Which is cool." Huh. I'm gonna have to dive into that. Yeah, yeah, and, and not to segue too much, but the only book that I read as far as Halo was The Fall of Reach, and that was years ago. Yeah, I have, I have not read. I have not read any of the lore, but yeah, that was freaking awesome. But yeah. multiplayer, oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> my god, I, I'm, oh, you know, gosh. every aside from you know being amazed by all the mechanics and everything we've seen, I, I think it's going to be uh, fantastic to see. Uh, the level of engagement that they're going to get with it being free to play. Yep. Um, I I want to see how this competes with a lot of the other shooters, like as far as concurrent players we see on Call of Duty or mm-hmm. Battlefield. Like I want Halo to be big. I want it to beat those kind of games, and I think this will give it an honest shot. Their their approach to really shaking up how how we how we view battle passes is Ooh. is also really freaking yeah, awesome. Yeah, really yeah. freaking awesome because I was, you know. For for years, I've been the kind like I was. I I lost many many months of my life playing Fortnite <laughs> and 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 Apex and just you know the stress of having to like oh my god I got to get this stupid battle pass before I you know waste my ten bucks you know right yeah but, yeah. but they're but they're they're keeping it um you know they're 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 shaking it up but making it making it friendly and 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 it kind of ties into the whole accessibility thing that you were mentioning Rain as far as having a having a training mode and having bots um. You mentioned, you know, uh, taking a break from Halo and kind of sucking at it. That's not me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Everybody, but <laughs> I'm just kidding. No. Uh, I, yeah. There, there's just so many things in that trailer that 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 like 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 Dane said that a lot of the diehard fans and the pro players are just gonna, you know, okay, yeah. I see that. I'm gonna do that. Yeah. Yeah. It's I, I've watched it so many times in 4K, and it's everything's better with a grapple hook. I think we can all agree on that. <laughs> and uh, that whole deflection mechanic they have, as yes. far as you know, bouncing back. There's going to be so many technical plays you can make in this game, and it's yeah. Ugh, and that's uh, what I love about Halo, right? And I, yeah. I know all all of us Halo stands have had this conversation a million times over, but for the people like Rain was referring to, because Halo is it's not a shooter, never has been, never will be, that you can just jump in and do well. No. It takes time, it takes no. dedication. You have to understand mm-hmm. mechanics. You have to understand weapons. You have to understand a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I, I always try to stress to people when you know you get that conversation around Call of Duty or Halo, and it's like I'm not putting down Call of Duty. I've played a lot of Call of Duty in my mm-hmm. life, um, but you can jump into that game, pick up almost yeah. any weapon, aim and shoot, and do well. It works. Yeah. Um, it's just it's a point and shoot game. 
Mm-hmm. And that's yep. not to yep. say there's not players that are pro level players compared to right. weak players and all that. But the skill gap and the understanding that Halo requires is so much deeper and mm-hmm. so much more technical to your point, Jordan. Yeah. Um, that's always been just a passion and love for me. And I think I, I have brought friends along on that journey, almost training them like in custom games myself yeah. to say, okay, look, you get, you see how now has, you broke your shield. Now you got to get the headshot. Right. And, and you just kind of teach them the mechanics. And I think people are downplaying, well, not downplaying, but we haven't heard enough about the training mm-hmm. mode that you reference, Rain, because that can be very, very important, especially yes. if they start to talk about different gun mechanics yes. and, you know, recognizing when a shield breaks and, you know, mm-hmm. the co- collaboration and team play that requires. I mean, if you ever break a shield on Jordan's team, the guy's dead because Jordan's going to get the kill. 100%. You know I mean? just, 100%. He steals 100% of those just yeah. to put that out there. But that's what Halo is about, right? It's It's... At the core of Halo, it's understanding the different engagements, team play, map control, and, and it's just it's just so exciting to think about the possibilities yeah. here. And yeah. I just, yeah, I I can't wait. Yeah. I can't wait. <laughs> the Halo sandbox is is literally it's one of the most satisfying things about that game, and the fact that every weapon is purposeful. You don't yes. see that in, in really any other competitive shooter. No, no, you don't. And that's and that's that's what kind of gives me that level of satisfaction from playing something like that because you know, oh, I'm gonna need a shotgun around this corner here. I'm gonna use a needler on this guy because he's running away from me. He has his back to me, you know. And, yep. But the the precision too is also just and the vice versa, right? The thing I yeah. tell people is like when you see an enemy in Call of Duty, you see an enemy, it's like, well, I've got to move because he's gonna shoot me. That's your yeah. only thought, yes. right? Uh, or you got to shoot him first. Yeah. In Halo, there's the engagement of okay, surroundings. What is he holding? Is he Mm -hmm. holding a spanker? Is he holding the needler? Mm -hmm. Is he holding a plasma pistol? And each of those kind of ultra quick calculations you have to make changes what you should do in that instance. And that is very, very unique to Halo. And I think for the people who don't get Halo, it's very underappreciated. But I I think think I'm going to die. As soon as I see somebody else, <laughs> like that's the I only mean, thing that goes through my head. And you're not you're not wrong in that. It's kind of it's kind of one of those things where accuracy matters in Halo a lot, especially when you got BRs or uh, DMRs, these different single shot or burst mm-hmm. shot type weapons where headshots matter. It's like yep. you have to spend this time. Uh, like I used to run people through SWAT. It's like if you want to get nice at the game, come play SWAT. Yeah, that's yeah. the only way you're going to understand that you have to make sure you hit your shots because if you don't, that's the difference between you dying or the other player dying. You know what I mean? Along with everything else involved, uh, where the rocket launcher is at, where the sword is at, where the uh, active pickups are at, <laughs> and where the frags or frag pickups are at. Having this understanding of just how everything, uh, how all, how the momentum works within Halo is so important. Um, and again, one of the other major things that I, people may have forgot about, they're bring also bringing the most expansive forge that has ever been created yeah, into this Halo. Yes, like they're taking such a focus on community also saying hey y'all are asking for br we don't necessarily have a focus for battle royale or whatever the case we care about the battle rifle but if y'all make one and it gets popular you know that they're going to actually end up making that an actual game mode within halo whatever the case might be and it's dope because it's all based off the community engagement and that's the other thing that makes halo so great the custom games and not only the rank matches uh and hopefully they get the ranking system right because i i feel like that's always been a key part of halo too uh, yeah no doubt 
Uh, yeah. And their focus on big team here, I love. Uh, yes. You know, moving to 12 on 12, moving to dedicated maps again, yes. focusing on capture the flag, you know, really those kind of big core, big team moments is, uh, mm -hmm. you know, I love that stat. And again, aligning what Halo should be. You have mm -hmm. arena, you have big team. And that's yes. what our offering is out of the gate. Um, but it is a platform that's going to expand. And to your point, you know, is the sky's the limit of to what they can yeah. do with this going forward. Pampa again in the house, $5 super chat. Ains is the fastest Halo player. Jordan is the second fastest. I'm not putting that out there. You can say that. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to get killed by you guys. Dan will give Halo an eight. Uh, Dan is not reviewing Halo no. Infinite. I'm going to put that out there right now. <laughs> no. <laughs> Think about it. Thank you, Pom. I mean, I mean, it would be a, a very fair and honest review, but I could never – like the multiplayer would be like, yeah, there's multiplayer. You can play with other people too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, hey, look at this. They've got multiplayer. <laughs> no. Yeah, this is interesting. So Shizno mentions, you know, Hookshot's going to be huge in MP. Yeah. yeah. Um, the, the interesting thing, I know they talked previously, and this is the last point on Halo, and I promise we'll move on, guys. Yeah. But um, <laughs> they got rid of the um, they got rid of the Spartan charge. You know yes. the hover and the the ground pound, right? Which mm -hmm. we all knew ahead of time. I did not expect them to get rid of the thrust. Um, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Be, because the thrust really became a key component of pro play in mm -hmm. Halo Five, um, and it really kind of you know you there's so many unique things you could do with the thrust, right? It's like yeah, I could jump to this ledge and then oh, there's someone you can immediately dash out and get around a corner. It's just all these right. different engagements. Uh, so I was surprised by that. And knowing that the grapple hook is a pickup, as you guys said. Mm -hmm. So really what we're talking about here, sprint, of course, is there. Stop. Right. If, if you don't like sprint, please go elsewhere. Um, <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. Um, you know, uh, it feels like outside of sprint, obviously, being there, they're, they're really going back to basics here. You know, that kind of movement set outside of the grapple hook, obviously, as a pickup, is going back to that core, uh, you know, yeah. back to what mm -hmm. halo was so it's going to be very interesting i'm i'm very 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 excited to play it if you could tell yeah, yeah, yeah. Facts. preach yeah, yeah. So. thrust thrust, thrust. <laughs> <laughs> yes no uh brett asked if clamber clamber is in yes yeah what is um so clamber? i think that's going to be yeah the i mean the, you know they they showed a little bit of the capabilities between clambering and and uh, uh grapple hook and you know mm -hmm. kind of Taking the ceiling, the ceiling, excuse me, you saw obviously the no scope, but then you saw another moment where basically he came out of a doorway, used it while these two players were focused over here, and mm -hmm. then all of a sudden he's right behind them, you know what I mean? And just the the pro, we joke about it all the time, Jordan, but the, the high-level play, the yes. clips that we're going to see from this game online uh, that people pull off are going to be just unbelievable. Bonkers. Yeah, yeah insanity. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Can't wait. Mm. All right. We could keep going for a long time, but I promise we'll move on. So we'll let's uh, let's hit it, Dan. What? Uh, let's talk Plague Tale. Oh yeah, we got a yeah. uh, Plague Tale Requiem, the sequel to Plague Tale. Obviously, uh, surprise announcement at at the Xbox show. Uh, also surprising, surprising Game Pass launch again coming next year. Uh, thought this was a very cool trailer. How they set it up, obviously led into the Sea of Rats. Uh, mm -hmm. the wave of rats, and then I very liked at the end how they focused on I forget the boy's name. Um, anyone remember? No, I can't remember. Oh, okay, God. anyway, someone in chat will throw it up, but uh, how they pan out at the end, and he's basically on like a uh, what looked maybe like the Italian coastal side, or you know what I mean, like some type of more lush location. Whereas the first, uh, obviously had some more 
uh, drab is a bad word, but you know what I mean. It looked like it may open up a little more than the first game. So, Dan, I know you were a huge fan of the first one. Yeah. Uh, I would presume that this was uh, one of the, your favorite announcements from the show. Yeah, this was probably one of the top announcements for me. Um, it, it's Hugo, uh, by the Hugo. way. Oh, yeah, I knew, I remember like Amicia, right? Like it was her name. Yes. Yeah. It, yeah. So, but it was. Like I, I remember that game when I first saw the first gameplay for it. It was, it was funny because it was the year Cyberpunk. I think showed some stuff at E3 or had that forty-five minute trailer. Mm-hmm. So it was they they had like a, a kind of like a sizzle reel of a bunch of games, and it, I watched the Cyberpunk one, and I just happened to have keep watching, and the one right after that was the uh, Play Tale. I was like, what the hell is this? Hmm. This looks really good, and it's it's still one of my top games of that year when it released. Um, Great game. Uh, super excited about it. I hope they they you know add a few things. She's, she's got a crossbow now, so I saw that on her back. That looks awesome. Nice. You know the hell with that slingshot. You know, <laughs> but, I mean they did she's a really upgraded. good job with it. Yeah, yeah. It was it was yeah. She's upgraded. Yeah, I'm, I want to see where they take it from here. You know, because it was a really good story too. It was. You know, and and that's it. Kind of brought everything together from what was a solo that did it. It was it was. Yeah. You know, it was unexpected for me. It was. It's. it's I, lo- I like those games that kind of come out of nowhere, and it's nice to see that it's getting the uh, the sequel treatment. Um, I'm all for it, man. And it's going to look awesome. And they're releasing a, a update for the new or for the old one for for Innocence. Mm-hmm. So. It's out, isn't it? I don't know. The no update. Idea. I thought the update was out for Plague Tale on uh, Series X, S, and PS5. I'm, uh, chat I'm actually not sure. No idea. Um, it is also in Game Pass. Yeah. First one. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So uh, if you haven't played that game definitely check it out it's yeah, uh it's super you know good. it's nothing revolutionary but it's just a very good game good story love to see smaller dev get a lot of recognition for a title like that too yeah so absolutely you, you guys kind of oh thank you shizno uh july 6th so a couple oh, july, okay yeah, yeah not even far off no um <clears throat> another playthrough i need to do again gee many christmas yeah, there's so much. There's so much, guys. You uh, you kind of feel the same. Did you play Plague Tale? Yes. You enjoy it? Yeah, I I loved a Plague Tale. I think I, I played that uh, last year uh, on on Game Pass, and yeah, what a what a what a great little story that was. Um, I I like seeing more stealth games. You know, it wasn't like the deepest combat, but it was very satisfying the way they implemented it with the whole fire, the armor melting, and you know, obviously using the rats to devour your enemies, but. But yeah, some really interesting story beats and, and actually a pretty emotional ride too. Yeah. So give me more. From for me, uh, I have Plague Tale in my backlog. I have uh. not had a chance to jump into it yet. <laughs> um, what for me was more impressive is seeing a Sobo not only carry the mantle for Flight Sim, but yeah. then also carry on the mantle with Plague Tale. I keep hearing over and over again how many people um, love Plague Tale, the first game and everything else. So to see them get a second game while also doing everything that they're doing with, with Flight Sim, because again, people try to uh, like downplay what Flight Sim is doing. The fact that they're bringing it to console, a game or a simulation style game that is hard to run on PC and they're bringing it to console is a feat within itself. A Sobo obviously has some wizardry going on there they might have the lion the witch in the wardrobe just lined <laughs> up somewhere because it is insane the fact that we saw Flysim look as good as it did on the series yeah. x in that presentation and then to also see them bring out another third person uh type game uh with playstyle and kind of continue that mantle so I, i'm excited for that uh hopefully i'll get some time to run to run into it but man with all these co- co-op and multiplayer 
based games, <laughs> those always pull me first, man. I, mm-hmm. I just can't help that. You know what I mean? But yeah. I, I'm looking for I'm looking forward to see what they do with it. Yeah, the Maverick thing it looks like, yes. like I was like, okay, oh, I'm not, Top Gun tie-in. Yeah, yeah. there's cool. zero chance I install this right. That because I played it on the PC. Hey, I like, okay, there's no, you know, I, I you, I feel like, like for me, I, I got enough out of it. But then they mm-hmm. released the Maverick thing. I'm like, son of a bitch, <laughs> I'm gonna have to go buy a, a damn, you know, flight stick for my yeah. Xbox because mine's for the PlayStation just to go play this because that's my bread and butter. Like Ace Combat cool. Seven was like one of my favorite games when Ace I got Combat the stick. Too. So much oh. fun, you know. So yeah. uh, it's it's. I really wish they hadn't done that because I'm gonna have to delete <laughs> like half of my games because it's gonna uh, yeah. be like eight thousand gigabytes or whatever it is. You know, it's gonna be huge. It's huge. funny you say that because immediate. I'm not joking. One of the first thoughts after that show was, "God damn it, I gotta buy that expansion." <laughs> exactly. That's exactly <laughs> what I was thinking too. I was like, "Some of these now that they know what they're doing." Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Bastards. Yeah. And. and yeah, yeah, I agree with all that. Um, it is kind of funny that the Maverick thing was neat and those tie-ins, you know, like it, not a lot of people are talking about it, but I, I think it's far bigger of a thing than non-CFEs fans are imagining. But the tie-in with Disney and getting Ooh, Pirates of the Caribbean dude. with Sea of Thieves, that, that's huge. huge. Here's the issue you're going to run into that. It's supposed to be played like a tall tale, so it's not technically, it's still going to be in the PVEBVP world, right? Yeah. So, what is going to happen for those who want to play it? Be aware that the jackasses that just like to pick on little people yeah, will be camping yeah. out at those islands or wherever you have to go if they can, and they will just annihilate you yeah. because they're assholes. So maybe give it a, like a few weeks at least <laughs> to where they're 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 off of that kick. But that's yeah. basically the the streamer slash you know I need views slash you know, I'm a dick crowd. <laughs> like that, that is the downfall. I will stand on that. Die on that hill of Sea of Thieves is the, is the streaming I know, community. That, that, that is a big debate. God, I hate Rare for that. And they <laughs> all they do is cater to them. They give you this PBE stuff, but the, what they don't say is like, yeah, you're probably going to get annihilated trying to do just one story mission, <laughs> you know. But it's in there. It's in there. It's so unbalanced. Yeah. So unbalanced. You good? Yeah. I'm good. so we you know guys we've been talking for a while on xbox and we've covered all of like five games uh they showed 30 uh with 27 of them coming to game pass on day one uh Mm -hmm. which is just phenomenal so one of the others i have to touch on because it kind of stole the show is horizon five coming this year Mm -hmm. um the way they i really love the way they Kind of had the normal trailer for it to unveil their Horizon, Forza mm-hmm. Horizon 5 trailer, minute and a half or whatever minute trailer. And then they went to some of the playground team, and I started to get worried for a second. I was like, oh, God, they're going to spend 10 minutes with four people just talking about nonsense um, because the show was doing so well, you know what I mean? But then they didn't do that, thankfully, and they basically just showed this amazing scenery across Mexico that they captured in 12K, which is just yeah. ridiculous Insane. to even think about. <laughs> um and then uh, the way they transitioned, and I know everyone's talked about this again, but the way they transitioned these scenes and scenery into actual gameplay was phenomenal. Um, absolutely phenomenal. And uh, again, if you haven't watched it in 4K, go do so because it's it's mind-blowing. Um, <clears throat> but this game, you know, the thing about 4, as I said yesterday on Rand Show, is just that Horizon is that game where, especially with Game Pass, as we keep saying, mm-hmm. anyone can jump into it. 
Anyone can have fun. It's very easy to play with your friends. You don't have to know cars. You don't have to know anything. You can jump in, play it like an open world arcade racer. There's mm -hmm. mini games. There's collectibles. There's exploration. There's and now there's Forge, which is ridiculous. Um, the game just looks absolutely stunning. I think this is easily going to be Playground's best one yet, um, and I think it's also going to uh, see millions upon millions upon millions of players. Because if you weren't aware. Forza Horizon 4, you know, has been upgraded. It's now on PC as well since it launched three years ago. And that game continues to sell well three years later. Yeah. So the fact that this is launching across all platforms, day and date, Xbox, PC, Xbox One, series, consoles, um, this is going to be a monster, guys. It's going to be a monster. 100%, yeah. man. Yeah, I'm, I'm not like the biggest car guy by any means. Like I will still be looking at these and I'm like, wow, that's a beautiful friggin' car. I want to drive that thing. But yeah, uh, like yeah, everyone thought that game. beautiful. Yeah. And it was it was very seamless and very cinematic the way they did those transitions where it just, you know, still camera and then boom, pan right behind this vehicle that comes barreling Insane. down. Yeah, I am so excited for it. I think Mexico is a great. Uh, oh, setting yeah. to do oh, it. Yeah. There's, there's such a such a varied landscape, especially because we got we got the whole countryside and the little urban settings with the UK, and now mm -hmm. we're gonna go like full on mountains, volcanoes, and and the you know, the, the diversity <laughs> of the Mexican landscape yes. is perfect. Yeah, perfect. Gonna, yeah, it's gonna be great. it's gonna be great. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, as someone who's been a fan of Forza since Forza Two Motorsport Two, um, and it's always and I've been heavily invested in the Horizon series again. Uh, like you were saying, Ains, it's kind of more of the arcade style. Even though I've always played with everything simulation, I just <laughs> me too. I just oh. recently. Me too. I Okay. I just recently stopped playing Simulation Damage uh, because in Horizon it's annoying as hell. Um, and so I do the same thing in Motorsport. I don't, I can't, I just can't handle taking it to that level anymore. Starting okay. races over and over and over again because yeah. the AI just wants to hit you just because. <laughs> um, and then your car acting completely differently. As much as I used yeah. to love it back in the day, um, that part of it, I take the, you know, I take that, I leave that uh, as it is. But everything okay. else, I turn on full simulation because I love the overall drive experience in the Forza. Um, yeah. Just everything that they've been able to do, whether it's Turn 10 or Playground, they're showing you why uh, Gran Turismo at this point is completely irrelevant. Uh, I don't see how they can, Gran Turismo can make any kind of a comeback um, in any way, shape, or form. I haven't looked at Gran Turismo the same again since Forza Motorsport 2. Um, and Turn 10 and Playground are constantly reiterating on what they have. People said, oh, we've reached Moore's Law as we've gotten to this generation. And turn, uh, Playground is showing you, uh, we could turn this image and make it look real. And then all of a sudden there's a car sliding in the picture <laughs> and where you're like questioning reality at this point. It is insane what they've been able to do with this. And to imagine, it's still a cross-gen title. Again, it's not, it's still, they're still using the same Forza Tech engine with some updates on it or whatever the case. It's not the new Forza Tech engine. Um, and it's, it just gives you those that, that thought like, what is motorsport going to be like? Right. Because motorsport has always looked better because I was of the mindset like people were like, oh, I don't know how they're going to do with this new horizon and make it cross gen or whatever the case. I was yeah. like, easily take those assets from Forza Motorsport 7 because Motorsport 7 looks better than Horizon does yeah. and then upgrade it. And then, you know, keep and keep it crossing. There's one way to do it. And they did that and turned the dial up to 15. It is insane what we're going to be able to do with that. Um, even from the little things, I don't know if everybody might have not noticed this, but 
being able to finally get those cars, the convertible hardtop cars, yeah, and man. To drop the top mid-game yeah. or put it up mid-game is going to be – it's a little thing, but I love the – I love – I'm not a soft-top convertible fan. Uh, I love the hardtop convertible side of things. So being able to drop the top whenever adds more verticality uh, to the gameplay – really for me and then i just hope that they're, they're bringing in more customization and everything mm, as yeah. beautiful as the world looks uh i feel like they don't take advantage of you know, we had a little bit of in horizon 4 uh where they gave you the uh the custom uh the or the custom uh, the custom heroes or whatever the case might be um i just want them to add more variety to it uh more of the like liberty walk body styles more of the wide body styles and everything that you can add to the multiple different cars or whatever the case might be um and just really take advantage of that because again horizon is is a series that everybody can jump into whereas motorsport is more uh it's really simulation based and it's kind of harder to get everybody yeah. into so yeah yeah yeah, fair enough. I, I just I, I just want to have hydraulics so I can just drive a cat. <laughs> You're like bouncing down the street in New Mexico there, man. That'd be hilarious. That'd be hilarious. Honestly, so awesome. That'd and, be hilarious. Yeah. AKW announced, what's up, man? Stop stop with your shrimp. Get the shrimp out of here. Come on now. Right underneath that cerebral pole is I know, 100% he's the correct. 100% correct. That's what happens is you get Porsches. You know, stupid drive guitar in there, dude, and it just he drives the wind, man. We're not like, here to play games. Hey, what I'm saying? <laughs> on the side of the road. I'm like, yeah, what I'm saying? Like, I have but to the countryside. No, so he doesn't show up. Right. <laughs> Jeez, Louise, what a dick. <laughs> and uh, yeah, after seeing the Porsche driving across the desert, first thing I thought was Porsche power, my man. That's right. Mm-hmm. And if uh, for those who are really into cars, uh, I won't bore you to tears. But the Porsche they showed was a 70s uh, rally Porsche 911, yes. which is uh, a classic Ooh. in the Dakar uh, rally. Uh, the fact that it's in the game has me excited and I'm probably mm-hmm. one of about eight people. So I'll shut up now. <laughs> um, Dan, I know uh, you enjoy the Horizon games. You're not a motorsport yeah. guy, but enjoy oh, the I, Horizon I play games. Them both. I like them both. I, I just I think Horizon is just a lot more accessible right. for people yeah. that aren't, you know, you know, simulation guys, but Forza Seven. I mean, I thought I played quite a bit of that. So okay. it's 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 um I'm excited for it. I'm glad they showed it. Um, it wasn't at the very end like I thought it was going to be. Either that or I start. I can't remember what I said last week. It was either beginning or end. Yeah, it was um, close. They ended yeah. with Redfall, of course. Yeah, but, um, but it, it was. I was super excited when I saw it. As soon as I did, it, you know, my buddy Greg called me. Or texted me, hey, you know, guess what? You know, Forza. I was like, yeah, I'm watching that. I didn't understand. <laughs> I guess yeah. You didn't hear, but there's a Forza <laughs> yeah. coming. Yeah, he's, he's like, oh man, I'm super excited. And then it, we had a uh, probably a 30 minute text conversation on how to actually purchase the game because it, I mean, it was. I was like, listen, you get it on Game Pass. You have mm-hmm. Game Pass. You're gonna have Ooh. Game Pass. You get it from Open, right? Also, if you want and you want to get it early, they have a add on pack which gives you all the DLC, <laughs> which is really cool. Else, by the way, which is like awesome. That. I'm so yeah. happy they're doing that. You know, it, I mean, would I rather have the entire game for free? Absolutely. But yeah. if not, give me this option. Yeah. You know, this is great. So, you know, you can get all that stuff. Yeah, but uh, how do I get the main game? Let me tell you something. I wish I, I, I would post this if I if I wasn't so embarrassed for the man about how he just did not underststand what was going on. So you literally have to spend 50 bucks. That's the bottom line. So for I'll, those who I'll are new to the show or maybe listening, we're talking about uh, Dan's friend, Greg, who Great guy. Uh, is Not one smart. of his best friends, but completely clueless on how anything works no. in terms of gaming. So the no. conversations they get into are just hilarious. Yes. He is my CFE's partner, uh, which is like bad it. news because he, <laughs> I mean, he can't like, if you see a ship within like, you know, 500 yards, he's done. 
Like he, he, he can't control himself. He freaks out and, you know, he's jumping <laughs> overboard at that point. He's just like, I'm just going to, I'm gone. I can't deal with this. You know, so, you know, but I, 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 I play with them because I feel like, you know, somebody needs to. It's charity, right? Yeah, right. It's charity. You know, <laughs> Mo, sure you know I'm with you. Uh, I did the same thing for Forza Horizon 4. I went and bought the Ultimate Steelbook Edition because I need that Steelbook. Um, but yeah. if, 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 oops, there's no said same. I didn't even mean to click that, but that works out. Um, <clears throat> if you don't know what Dan's talking about, because the game's releasing on Game Pass, they have an upgrade option where you can get the Ultimate Edition with the Car yes. Pass, with the you know the bonus editions and all that, the early access. You can buy just that, so you can still use your Game Pass to get the core game, and then mm -hmm. just spend. Is it forty dollars or forty five? I think it's fifty dollars. No, no, it's it's on sale because it was game, it was Game Pass. It's like forty five ninety nine or something. Okay, like so forty some dollars to basically just upgrade to the Ultimate. Yeah. So that option's so, out there if you want it. Awesome deal. Yeah, Tokyo, I love that. Yeah. I love that. All right, guys. So, like I said, we could spend way more time on Xbox. There was, uh, you know, there was Somerville, which most people—I uh, won't say most people—that's not fair. But people didn't recognize is um, the co-founder of um, Play Dead, the company that created Limbo and Inside, very famous games, of course. They mm -hmm. split. The two founders split a few years ago, and mm -hmm. this gentleman went and started Jump Ship, his own new company. This is their first game. So a lot of people were saying, oh, my God, this looks kind of like some new insider type. Well, yeah, it's, you know, it's his new company in game. So that was actually a pretty big announcement, Somerville. Stalker 2, obviously yeah. a big game coming next year. You had Back for Blood, which kind of leaked ahead of time, sadly, for Game Pass. But still, October, you get Back for Blood with Game Pass, which is incredible. You got Psychonauts 2, which I am over the moon for. Cannot wait for that. Hades is come, not only coming to Xbox, yep. but launching on Game Pass. Mm -hmm. Atomic Heart looks wild. Yeah. Um, can't wait for that one. Outer Worlds 2 might have been my favorite trailer of like all of E3 like for the all way time. it parried. Yeah, for the way it parried he just everything. They do so great with that. Oh. Amazing. So, guys, yeah, I kind of run through all this. There was obviously more than that, too. But any other specific thing about the Xbox conference or game, anything that you want to comment on? Yeah, man. Not, good. Not other than Battlefield. Uh, <laughs> Battlefield, too. I mean, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, you know, you got that whole conversation of whether a multiplayer-based game is worth $70 or not. Again, yeah. it's insane to me because, I mean, you're so willing to spend $70 for a single-player game. Why can't a multiplayer game be the kind of the same? At least that's kind of my aspect on it. It right. just depends. It's Beauty's in the eye of the beholder, right? Um, it just depends right. on what you're going to get out of it. Uh, again, for me, I've been playing Battlefield for a long time, since Battlefield 2 on PC. So. Yeah. I'm used to Battlefield not having a main campaign. Um, they've always had the option kind of where you can go into uh, like a single player experience or play with AI. So I've always enjoyed that kind of aspect of it. But multiplayer is what Battlefield is uh, is known for. You know what I mean? And just seeing what they were able to do uh, with this one, I, I'm enthralled for it. I'm, en I'm in enjoying what I'm seeing. But again, hopefully it doesn't come out close to Halo because yeah. um, <laughs> I don't know about y'all because this is the other conversation people have been having. Oh, yeah. be, be, Halo's watching out for Battlefield and Call of Duty. No, I think they're both watching out for Halo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just saying. Smart. Yeah. 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 Now, the only thing I wanted to say was just <clears throat> I, I, I really liked how Xbox finally turned around all their cruddy shows from the past and knocked it out of the park yeah and not only that 16 games coming out just this year alone in the next six yeah months. actually thank you jordan i <laughs> forgot because I, I put that in our in our thing here yeah. so this they released this after the show to kind of give you an idea um so let me throw this image up which is crazy mm -hmm. right so there it is they released crazy. 11 games that day right during the conference mm -hmm. then they said oh here's another 18 <laughs> 
that are coming to Game Pass this year. And remember, there's only six months yeah. left in the year. So that's a game every, you know, that's three games a month, uh, yeah. almost a game every week for the rest of the year. And then they've already announced another, what do we got? Another 15 games yeah. or 13 games for it's next year, mm-hmm. which is all Game Pass launch, every single one of them. Um, Man, it, I forgot about Scorn. Yeah, and the gunk, and the gunk is from a a big developer. It's from um, oh damn it, I'm gonna go blank. The developer that oh, did um, Steam yeah. is it Steam World Dig? Yes, I think Do it I is. Know. Yeah, I think so. But anyway, uh, uh, there's there, my point being there's pedigree behind the development there. Um, so it, it's just it's unbelievable to me how much they have coming. So thank you, Jordan. I actually forgot to throw that. Yeah, out. brother. Yeah, gunk. Gonk. <laughs> Dan, anything else? No, I'm good, man. Yeah, it was, it was, it was finally nice to see a show, and that has been my complaint for every show that we've had, especially last year. But I understand, you know, given the circumstances. But you know, it, it's it's nice to see what they did, have the games, you know, and just focus on that. There's a little bit with with Forza and a little bit with Halo, but those are your you know your flagship, you know games so i mean yeah you got to talk about them a little bit but everything else was just boom 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 and everything was like when i I think i told you the halo thing i think was really short to me but it fit the show so well and then they came out later and they give you perfect yeah it was was absolutely perfect because to your point they came out right after and said by the way tomorrow we're doing an overview of halo multiplayer and it was 15 minutes Mm -hmm. the next day and then they came back thursday right three days later four days later, whatever it was, and did an extended showcase, which you mentioned earlier, Dan, right. to basically deep dive into a bunch of these games. Okay. Uh, Back for Blood, you've got Flight Sim. You know, there were a bunch that were covered yesterday, mm. um, which were, you know, it was just a fantastic week. And I think Xbox has finally figured out how to present this. Now, just mm-hmm. repeat. Don't try Stop. and reinvent anything. You've got yeah. it. It's it. it. a lot of generations. Do. You've got Everybody it. else should look at it, too, and go, hey, that's what we do. <laughs> yeah. You know? yeah. It was perfect. It was perfect. Uh, real quick, we can joke about Xbox and chill. Uh, the fridge is coming, boys. Yeah. Series X fridge. They had, obviously, a trailer for it, which is one of the most watched trailers the entire week. Did you know that? Crazy. It's like the third yes. most watched trailer out of <laughs> any game. Is that the is the same. Um, <laughs> so Aaron Greenberg said they're making as many as they can. He still doesn't think it's going to be enough. Uh, oh so who knows? But they're going on sale later this year. You guys, any of you buying one? Who's buying one? I, I'm 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 invested. I, I need it. I need it like tomorrow. <laughs> I'm, in. I, I'm not even joking with you. I have a fridge right there, like six Dan knows, six yeah. feet away with alcohol and everything else in it. I'm literally buying it. I'm gonna put the other fridge right on top of it. It's just yeah. gonna yeah, be facts. like on the counter. <laughs> facts, facts. Oh yeah, I'm getting one for sure. I already told like we were sitting here watching it. I was watching some of it with my kids, and I'm like, if mom asks what I need for Christmas. And or birthdays. I never get any. I never tell her I want anything. Like, give me underwear. That's what I want. You know. So Father's Day or tomorrow. So let's go. Oh my God! Yeah, a bunch of people in chat saying the same thing. Enzo, Hassan, Matt, all in, man. Man, I hope they're not that hard to get a hold of, like a Series X, right? I hope. Hey, I'm just ready for that uh, velocity cooling architecture that they're putting there. <laughs> Hell yeah! Yeah, as hot as it is here, man, I'm just gonna have it open and then blowing on my face. It's a mini AC unit. Yeah, <laughs> Shove my head in it and pull it good. Oh, man. So, yeah, guys. So, <laughs> 
So Xbox really did dominate the week. Uh, we yeah. kind of joked about it earlier that um, it was one nice to see because they have kind of fallen flat many times, and we've we've criticized them when it needed to be criticized. Uh, two, the week without Xbox would have been drab. Um, it, it's just the the hype and the games and everything they generated was was great. Yeah. Um, so and I don't think there's more proof of that than the few conferences that came after Xbox. So you went to Take Two, you went to Square Enix. Um, and none of these shows were very good. Um, Square Enix was a bizarre one. And I know, Jordan, I think you touched on this game, but, you know, they showed Babylon's Fall, which didn't show well at all. No. Right? They, they come out with Final <laughs> Fantasy Origin, which when they talked about it, I was actually excited for. I'm like, all right, you mm -hmm. got Final Fantasy, you got Souls-like mm -hmm. elements, you got I'm Team like Ninja. Would, I'm, yep. I'm in. Um, I haven't played the demo, but I've talked to several people who have who say it plays horribly. Yeah. Like, it was broken. Yeah, yeah, Jordan. So Jordan, yeah. I've heard it's bad. It is. It is. It feels like it's a uh, like PS3 era, honestly. Oh God, mm. you're honestly, like, like <laughs> yeah. It, it really is, and I'm, I hate to like poo poo on you know on a, on a new game like that that's coming out, but, but um, yeah, I know, I know, <laughs> I know. It uh, it just it just like so when I was playing the, the, the tutorial, I was like, okay, the combat seems pretty cool, but then once you're actually like in the game itself, like the world is just one color palette it's muddy it's uninteresting the enemies were not fun to fight at all uh the writing is just again chaos that's the whole meme right now chaos it's, it's, it's obnoxious and then you know kind of to the point that that, that you had made when, when we were on tbc um you know it, it just seems uninspired yeah not innovative at all right so that's yeah. how it felt and I, I felt the same way for a Final Fantasy title or uh, Lost Paradise, whatever you want to call it, yeah, um, for it to have an art style like Devil May Cry to then yeah. have a play style like Dark Souls and then still trying to be a Final Fantasy game. Like it doesn't know what it wants to be. Right. Like, And that's more of my problem. And you can tell. It, that's the thing about it and you want it to be great or whatever because final fantasy the wonderful world of final fantasy it can go in sure. so many different places uh you know you always want them to take advantage of that universe uh, and then this is what it's supposed to be like the kind of taking a reimagining of the first final fantasy right trying to take it back uh to give you kind of like an origin story right and again the them talking about it was more interesting than me, them showing me gameplay and this guy yelling about chaos 16. Like, <laughs> I, I just <laughs> yeah, even the character designs look inspired, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah. Do you know typical kind of Japanese looking white dude with dyed right. blonde hair and a t-shirt? I'm like, what are we doing, yes. man? Come right. on. Like, <laughs> we can do better than this. We're we're trapped in the era of, of frosted tips and yeah, and, like, and, and, and boy bands on, in Japan, I guess. Square yeah. <laughs> Enix found a couple of games they forgot to release during the yes. 360 yeah, era, no it's doubt. It's true, Pong. It's, yeah. You know, we don't. And and to your point, Jordan, it's not even trying to criticize developers because you don't like doing that. But it just <clears throat> it, it's just not it's not it, guys. Yeah, uh, it needs to be baked yeah. 400 yeah. degrees. I don't care how long yeah. you need to bake it for. Make sure it comes out yeah, right. Sure it's 165 internal temperature. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If, you, if you need to step back, you know, to, to, to Rain's point, man, figure out what you want this to be at its core yes. and, yeah. and, you know, put the put the time in. But um, anyway, I don't think there's a whole lot else we need to touch on other from those other conferences. We get to Nintendo. Um, so I, I'm trying – I've been too critical, not too critical. Maybe I've been just yeah. the right amount of critical. Um, but I've been very critical of Nintendo lately on this show, and I'm trying not to be. Uh, this conference definitely did not bring me back. I thought this conference was very poor. 
I will say I do owe an apology because I've been talking down on the Metroid Dread announcement for a while. I did a little digging yesterday. Um, I'm a little more have a little more confidence about it now uh, and okay. i don't have the article up game informer has a good article on it mm -hmm. um essentially this is the final game in the series of games that started with metroid and the game boy advance games yeah and while it's not being directly developed by nintendo uh which concerned me it is being developed by the developer who did some of the prior metroid games and the producer and overseer of it is sakamoto who is the metroid guy Mm -hmm. um, so that does fill me with a little more confidence that Metroid Dread could be a solid, you know, entry. Um, but other than that, guys, I don't know how you felt about Nintendo. If you're more positive than me, please speak up. But I felt it was a lot of rehashes. We mm -hmm. saw a lot of games from Nintendo that are reusing old content again, which drives me crazy. Um, and of course, you know, there is, of course, Breath of the Wild 2 coming next year. But we knew that was going to be there, right? I mean, everyone knew that. So outside of that, um, I, I, this show did nothing for me. Absolutely nothing. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. probably in the same boat. It, Metroid Dread looks kind of cool, and that was about and Breath of the Wild too. I, I'm excited for, but also it looked very, very similar to Breath of the Wild. And I was like, man, I hope they just don't like. Oh, we're just doing it in the same Hyrule map, but also mm -hmm. the clouds. You know, a little. You, <laughs> you know, and I so, talked about that, right? Because that final scene. Yeah, it looked castle, exactly the, the same. same map. Yeah, it's the same world. Yeah, yeah. I mean. It, other than that, I mean, Dread is potentially could be potentially a really good game. But I'm also, hoping. yeah, I mean, we had, we saw nothing about a new Switch, which I was actually a little bit surprised. I thought they'd at least hint at it or something. Mm -hmm. Just nothing, man. I mean, I don't know if they're having the same chip issues. I mean, I would think they're using like you know dollar store <laughs> chips as opposed to you know, what like Xbox <laughs> is using. So I think they'd be more plentiful. But I mean, I don't know. So it's it's it was. Nintendo just continues to like let me down, you know, over and over and over again. Yeah. And it's it's just getting to the point where I'm just done with them. You know, I just like, you know what, just do whatever you're gonna do. I mean, if something pops up, maybe I grab one or you know, grab a game, but I don't know, man. I'm, it's just it's just not the same as it used to be, and that's what bothers me, I think. But no, I'm 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 definitely in the camp of I'm I'm having to just go, it's not for me anymore. You know, I yeah. guess I'm just not the audience anymore. Yep. It doesn't do anything for me. And yeah, that's fair, you know. And that's, I mean, that's become blatantly obvious. I mean, again, I'm I'm along the same lines, man. I, I hate to be you know the negative Nancy for Nintendo, but it's just like I I respect Nintendo for the hustle, but them constantly rehashing these titles again, like Dan was saying. When I saw when I saw Breath of the Wild two, I was like, oh, is this the Breath of the Wild one DLC? <laughs> what, is, what is what is going on? Um. So it's just really a turn off again, like uh, seeing that they didn't release um, a Nintendo Switch Pro Plus Prime, whatever it's going to be called. Um, <laughs> it was kind of disappointing. Again, I feel like Nintendo is really heavy about Q&A, so I, I'm pretty sure that they didn't want to release something else without uh, having a lot of hands on, getting a lot of experience with it, making sure that this is what they want to do. They're probably talking to Xbox right now like, oh, I heard you're done with the Xbox. We'll use those Jaguar cores y'all got. <laughs> uh, we heard they could do 4K. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, throw that in there. Uh, we'll use DLSS in there somehow. Uh, but it's, it's just one of those things where, I, as, a, as a Switch owner, it's just Nintendo talks to the kids, man. I mean, we we see how it goes. 
they keep rehashing again. I respect the hustle, but it's not, it's, it's just not for me anymore, man. I'm more of a Metroid Prime fan. I would have rather, yeah, been I think all that. of us, yeah. Uh, seeing the, the, the side scrolling Metroid is cool and all. I mean, it's, again, you're making me reminisce about back in the days and the emulated games that I've played over the years. Emulated. But again, I'd, I'd rather, <laughs> I'd rather have seen, I'd rather have what I have seen Prime, you know what I mean? Same. But that's just me personally, so. No, I'm, I'm with you, Rain. I would have, I would have liked to have seen Prime too. When I saw Metro, I was like, "Oh, it's 3D. Maybe it's Prime." Mm-hmm. And then, no, it's it's a side scroll. But, but yeah, no, Ains, I think you're right. Like that, that might be a, a saving grace that they have a Sakamoto on, on it now. So, yeah, I, you know, I don't know because again, if I know, I've said it a few times, but that game was canceled in 2007. That's true. It's not, it's not a new yeah. game. Um, right. So I just uh, it concerns me. I don't know. Uh, but again, it listen to the qualifications we're having to make. Like if this is your big excitement for the show, that's what you had, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, 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 um, Nintendo did not impress me in, in the slightest. Mm-hmm. And again, I'm, I'm going to be harsh on that. Uh, I, I have not had a, re- had a legitimate reason to purchase anything on my switch or play my switch really since I bought Hades on it last year. Mm-hmm. Um, it just does not cater to me. But again, I guess that kind of speaks to volumes that, you know, the hardcore like us that, you know, are that are demanding of, of specific experiences and mm-hmm. level of quality. Nintendo just has to simply, again, either either uh, release a product that could could be of, I don't want to say minim- little to no effort, but in a sense, it probably is little to no effort. <laughs> and and they'll they'll make they'll make bank on, on it because they said they 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 their biggest audience is the casual market and you know, that's t- t- that good for them. They said they, they can, they can, they can succeed off of that. Yeah. It's just not gonna, yeah. it's not gonna please us, which is, which is a sad thing. Um, but, but, but yeah, I could, I could, I could go on about that nonsense. But, <laughs> but, but, uh, at but, least but, it's not me this week. Cause I was yeah. like four weeks in a row ranting about yeah. Nintendo, but yeah, I think I get your guys input on this on one aspect I've mentioned a few times is they, they rightfully and smart, smartly intelligently whatever word you Mm -hmm. want to use combine the switch markets and the ds markets the console market and the ds market into one market yeah Mm -hmm. and that's why the switch one of the reasons why the switch has been so successful and continues to sell so well however what it's done for me is you look at something like metroid dread and that just doesn't look like a big console game to me right they'll sell it as one i promise you they'll sell it as one it's already selling out you can't even get see but it doesn't feel like a big console game. And what really kind of drives me crazy here is that everyone seems, well, not everyone, but their community seems yeah. to be okay with that. Uh, it's just, I want, I really wish Nintendo would make a console for guys like us. I grew up loving Nintendo, but once a true Nintendo console experience, yeah. like we're getting from Xbox and PlayStation and those days yeah. seem to be over. Yep. It's yeah. over, man. I, I don't think I don't, they're not they're not concerned with that. I mean, they have such a high retention rate as far as their consoles and their games go and their community goes, and they're not going to complain about it. They're gonna, I mean, we see people within even within our community who would say, "Hey, man, I'm I'm part of the problem." They release it, I buy it. I mean, it is what it is. Nintendo has that power. Uh, again, I would love to see them re- reinvigorate themselves, doing something different. But obviously, they don't see that they have to. Yeah. They, mm-hmm get away with the bare minimum as we kind of see it you know what i mean so yeah it was nice well it lasted you know but it, it, <laughs> we had just, a good run know, boys yeah we, we, i mean we it's really we outgrew what they're doing you know and they know that they're not you know they don't have to cater to us right you know it's just yeah. sad it's like yeah. you're getting you know kicked out of your house you know and you know it's just like yep yeah, 
you know, we gave you everything you needed. Yeah. Now we got, we got some new kids. You know, yeah. The ones are gone, you know, and, and that's, that's in their fan base. I mean, there, there's a humongous, humongous, I'm sure, you know, community, just like the one we were part of, yeah. you know, that we just don't see because yeah, we don't, you know, 100%. and so, and, and they're probably on social media and they're probably talking, you know, they're probably like, this is the best thing ever. There's podcasts that we don't even know exist that exactly. are preaching about how good this was. Right. Yeah. And yeah, it's just, it's totally different audiences and it's yeah. just totally different communities. Yeah. And, you know, it, it, we, we, we were there at the beginning and, you know, now we've, I guess, outgrown it, which is yeah. crazy. Like, I mean, just real quick, Mario Party, whatever the hell that was, kiss my ass. That's my last Thank little you. thing. Kiss my ass because I just bought the Switch version. Now I get an upgraded Switch version that I have so, to pay $70 for? So here's the ridiculous thing about that. They released Mario Party as a new Mario Party game right. on the Switch, which yep. you knew they were going to do, but it's mm -hmm. lackluster. They put like yes. no effort into it. Yep. And they release a new Mario Party, this Superstars, that just brings back the boards from N64. Yeah, I'm like, that's yep. as classic Nintendo as you can get. Like, yep. They don't it's care. Yeah, it, it, it's insane to me. I've I, like we've hit that point where they're re-releasing Switch games now, not just Wii U games. <laughs> so we're, 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 we've we've gone into that that realm and that dimension, and I don't know what it's supposed to be like. But yeah, I'm, I'm getting one, out of it. Super Monkey Ball and Advance Wars and uh, Fatal Frame. I mean, it's not that these are bad games; it's that these right. were games with content. You're talking upwards of 20 years ago. That they're bringing back and selling at full price and it's just yep. it's crazy to me yep. um yeah it's crazy i know mm. i promised i wasn't gonna rant on it but God. but yeah i mean that's okay you said they've moved on from us that's okay you know it can be what it is we experienced the super nintendo the n64 we were there yeah. during the best time yeah. it's not like i have a shortage of shit to play right exactly now, that's yeah. true yeah, and that's the other thing like they have their market they have their audience it is what it is they're obviously not hurting for it so until some right. until their majority of their masses start speaking up, it's just gonna be what is what it is. It's not for us, it is for whoever enjoys it. Uh, because there's a lot of people who say, Oh, I'm on the go all the time, and it's that other thing, and it's like I enjoy those titles. Good man, I I I appreciate that you appreciate it, but I <laughs> am not trying to get continuously get finessed. Yeah, <laughs> like, no, that, that's what it feels like, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Yeah. Um, you know, an interesting thing real quick, you said there is on the go. And one of the things we've talked about, uh, and I forgot to mention when I put up that screen earlier is, you know, Xbox is obvious. One of their core tenants is X cloud and, and, and cloud gaming. Yep. Um, they, they mentioned that they are almost complete. This kind of went by the wayside. They're almost complete upgrading X cloud to the series X blades with mm. hardware. So those are being upgraded. And if you notice, we didn't talk about it earlier when I threw this up on the Ooh, screen, yeah. These little green icons here above each box represent console, PC, and cloud. Mm -hmm. And if you notice, guys, on this play this year, almost every single one of them, except one, which is Age of Empires on PC, right? But every other single game is coming to yeah. console, PC, and cloud yep. at launch. Insane. Um, mm -hmm. And so, you know, what that tells me, of course, is they're, they're really leaning into that. And so you think about next year and beyond, all of these kind of big games um, are going to be available on your phone, on your tablet, on your PC browser. Um, I, you know, that starts to challenge the switch pretty heavily, in my opinion. Um, as soon as it's seamless, 
you can right. play without latency, you know, that's, all the things we've talked about. So, yeah, that's the important part. And I, I still, and as far as that goes, as excited as I'm, as I am for X cloud, I still see it more. So something for like a, your single player experiences, because let's face it, I'm not playing yes. multiplayer on the, on the cloud. I'm no not doubt. doing that. If no that, doubt. that would just, just make that would just annoy the living hell out of me um dealing dealing with that delay and the accuracy and everything else uh but just to see what they're trying to do make it again i cannot preach enough the accessibility that we're getting in this generation is insane it makes you look across the street at your competitors and be like what are you offering me like I, yeah <laughs> i'm looking at things differently now you know what i mean so yeah yeah no doubt no, Mo's, no. Got a, Mo's got a point too. I mean, you know, transitioning it into those older consoles is going to be humongous. Yeah, I would like to see them yes. work on the console streaming side of things more, mm-hmm. or have a have a where I can play basically any of my games that I own mm-hmm. through because because I have I, I like to play uh, MLB like on my phone sitting oh, downstairs really? when I'm yeah, about to go to really? bed. I, I throw a couple games on. It's it's something that's not super demanding, but yeah. I'm still getting. You know, I don't get that the best signal. So there's times where it kind of stutters, which is okay. And, you know, for the most part, it's yeah. just, you know, I would like to see that ironed out a little bit more. Once that is done, then I can play anything, you know, pretty much anywhere. Fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Fair enough, guys. So let's wrap up with this. Uh, we've talked about a lot of things. We've talked about the conferences. So mm-hmm. let's go. What was for each of you? What was your favorite reveal uh, for the whole week? For anything that came out, we'll, we'll do some awards here. So, favorite reveal? Man, that's that's just like just one game. You the mean one game? Jesus, one reveal. Uh, I'm gonna go with Playtale just because I wasn't expecting it. I okay. think, and I'll stick with it. Between that and the CFP stuff, I which said I'm one, didn't I? God damn it! Shut up. <laughs> Between that and the, like the Sea of Thieves thing, I wasn't I'll, anything that was unexpected, really. So that was probably the top one for me, I guess. It was, it was, you know. Also, I mean, well, you know, we didn't even get to it. The Design Lab stuff, literally ordered oh, it like I two minutes. I mentioned that Design Lab two yeah. minutes. As soon as I saw yeah. it, I was like, bam! Got my got my controller coming. It's gonna be awesome. So cool, Dan. Yeah, I ordered one as well. I got a season game and one coming. Yeah, there you nice. go. Nice. Yeah. Cool, yeah, it, it, it's yeah. cool to see the passion for design labs. Uh, that is true, yeah. Lots of people designing all kinds of crazy things, it's cool. But go ahead, Rain. Sorry, man. No, no, you're good. I mean, you're 100% right. I mean, the, the whole design lab feature has always been dope. Uh, being able to customize your controls or whatever the case, I'm sad because they don't have the elite uh, options yet. Hopefully, yeah. when the elite series three comes out or whatever the case might be, I will buy that day one and I will pay $300 to customize that controller exactly oh, yeah. how I want it to be. I'm, I'm just that wild with it, you know what I mean? But again, I'm also the one that I spend two hundred dollars for uh, twice for two elite controllers, so me and my wife can have one because she's a gamer. Also, um, cool. again, there's just not a better controller uh, for me personally as far as the elite series two goes. Even that for me personally, um, just having so many design options though uh, is is great. You know what I mean? Again, Xbox isn't hurting on selling their hardware. You know what I mean? If they can't get the box to you, they're never going to get those controllers to you. Uh, you know what I mean? So that's always yeah. dope, but. Uh, just to tie it back into uh, like the standout for our for E3, and I feel like I feel like some I feel like we might all have the same answers, but um, <laughs> it's it's going to be Halo for me, man. Uh, the yeah. fact that again, still to this day, 
it's anytime that Halo was talked about, and I'm hearing different people talk about it, it just brings these butterflies to my stomach, and I'm constantly reminiscing on old adventures that I've had within the Halo experience. Now wanting to again, um, not only because I've read all the books, but now it's like, okay, well, let me list to all the Audible books now. You know what I mean? So I can make sure to be caught up. Okay, now let me go play again, play all the games on Legendary, uh, so I can really be fully enveloped within the Halo experience again um, and make sure that I'm on track as far as what I remember, what Halo is to me. Uh, they hit everything out of the park for me, exactly what I needed to see. Uh, I know a lot of people, again, they try to downplay Halo. And for me personally, I'm going to stand on this hill. It's been a wild hill that I've stood on. Oh. But going into January, January 15th, and I could be completely wrong, and I'll eat the L for this one, but... I believe that Halo is going to be the game that gets Xbox to 50 million subs by January 15th of 2022. That's just me. Okay. 50 million by January of 2022. Okay. Yeah, that's aggressive. One, but I'm going to stand on that. <laughs> I, would, I would probably agree with you if it was not free. Like, you don't even need Game Pass for Halo. Maybe for the campaign. True. But, that's I mean, I, I, they're going to be close regardless, I think, to that's that true. number. Yeah. You know? I think I said, yeah, I'm definitely behind. I I think I said 35 million by fall, Mm -hmm. which would be 40. Yeah, early 40s. Yeah, so 50s, 50s aggressive, but hey, I'd love to see it. (laughs) I like to stand on that hill, man. You gotta gotta (laughs) step into speculation tower sometimes, right? The more people invest in it, the better exactly right. I was just gonna say that, Dan. Yeah, where it means we're only going to get better games and better experiences by all means. Make it 80 million. I'm, I'm with you, man. Uh, by the way, we were talking design labs. I literally, sorry for the clicking. I was trying to save this because someone just tagged me on Twitter on it. But this is the kind of stuff I love to see. Let's go. Yes. Optimus. Yeah. And it says, this says roll out on it on the oh, red one. Oh, wow. That's, that's awesome. awesome. I like that. <laughs> but do do you guys fire. remember You guys remember when there was a meme that uh, Xbox has more controllers than they do have games. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they were saying that. Yeah, They used to say that. They used to say that. Um, yeah. But yeah, Design Labs is cool. I, I still have yet to purchase one, but I might I might hold off if they do. I'm not, I, I'm not holding my breath, but if they do introduce a Series 3 one yeah. uh, for Design Labs. As far as my game of show, Breath of the... I mean, um, Halo. <laughs> Duh. Man, Duh! Man. Yeah, almost, yeah, almost got him. <laughs> almost got him. Uh, and if and just to do honorable mention, just because I love Limbo and Inside so much, Somerville. Yeah, I, 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 I just don't know what type of experience we're going to get from that game, and I just know that just the feelings that you get when you finish those kind of games is just, it's, it's, it's such an incredible journey. Like the ending of Inside, the ending of Little Nightmares, all those kind of games, they're very, very special, and that's a very talented team that they have right there. Yeah, so it's, it's going to be interesting because I don't know the details to your point about the team, right? The co-founder left, started that new company. Right. I right. don't know who exactly there. The vision, you know, it's going to be interesting to see, but it, it looks great already. So um, in terms of my favorite reveal, it's, it's you know, monotonous. I know, but <laughs> it, it just is. It is Halo. I, I think Elden Ring's definitely up there because, sure. yes. you know, we hadn't yeah. seen it before, right, uh, in that vein. And so we got to understand. We, we kind of know to a degree what's coming with Halo. Mm-hmm. But uh, just the way it 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 uh, paid homage to guys like us and, and that huge fan base, both narratively with Chief, like you said, kind of giving us those Halo 4 vibes. It's anything like Halo 4's campaign, I'm going to be over Please. the moon. Um, and then everything, the multiplayer, everything we already talked about. So, yeah, I think it just has to be. Um, I don't know uh, if anyone in chat has anything unique in terms of their favorite, throw it up there. <laughs> 
But um, it's been uh, it's been a fun show, guys. I think we'll we'll cap off some things here. Chat, please, yeah, throw anything up. What was your favorite game of show? And I'll kind of list them out as we're closing up some things here. Um, but we've got uh, <clears throat> we've got some cool stuff coming down the line here. If you missed it earlier this week, I spoke with uh, Dr. Rachel Coward, who is the research director at TakeThis.org. Um, it was a fantastic conversation, really talking about uh, the benefits of gaming surrounding mental health and escapism and toxicity, all these important topics that, you know, just personally, I believe, we as a community should be talking about a lot more, right? Mm-hmm. Leave the damn fanboy nonsense alone and talk about something real for a change. Yeah. Um, and, you know, focus on what games can do for us. So if you haven't checked that out, I would really appreciate you checking it out and sharing it because it fantastic conversation. And she is a fantastic person. Uh, just awesome so, to talk to. She was that was probably good. my favorite IP chat you've had so far. She was really, really good. Yeah, that was super Definitely dope, man. Damn. Super dope. Thanks, guys. Um, but yeah, we're staying in touch. Uh, her and I, I told her I'll touch back in with her in the future. And, awesome. um, yeah, so real cool. Um, I've been reviewing this hex gaming, um, esports controller. Um, <laughs> stay tuned for my video on that one. Uh, I've got some thoughts on it. Um, so that's coming this week. I just got a Solaire statue from dark souls, uh, yesterday okay. in house, the first four figure statue. I'm doing Heck an yeah. unboxing of that. That'll be up this week. And then, that. um, an article on uh, Xbox kind of roadmap and update to something I wrote previously too. So a lot of content coming this week. Excellent. Excellent. Guys, been an absolute pleasure having you on. Um, I really appreciate you coming out. Um, So Jordan, I'll start with you, man. Where can people find you? Yeah. So you can find me on Twitter, um, Xbox and PSN at roguelite PAC roguelite being one of my favorite genres and PAC being that I'm a physician assistant certified. Um, I am also a uh, co-host of the Backlog Chronicles with uh, my friends Mo, Kevin, and Mike, and we uh, do a weekly show every Sunday. Never heard of uh, them. Yeah, Mm. I mean, we're kind of uh, reaching, we we actually, no, excuse me, we just hit our one-year anniversary. So, uh, uh, but anyways, yeah, we we do our show every Sundays at uh, at, uh, 8 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. I'm sorry, 5 p.m. Pacific. (laughs) <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. Yeah, that seems late. That is late. <laughs> 8 p.m. Um, Eastern. <laughs> yeah, if you're not checking out Backlog Chronicles, obviously I always talk about him. Mo's in the chat right now. Um, yeah, great, great show. Great guys. Definitely check it out. It's a good Sunday night uh, chill show to listen to on gaming. Let me get to some of these real quick. We got Fatboy mm-hmm. Horror says Horizon 5. Dano with the only correct answer. Halo multiplayer, obviously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, uh, Walt says Starfield, but Outer Worlds 2 trailer was the best. Yes, it was mm-hmm. fantastic. Um, I'm missing, let's see, Jago in the house. Starfield reveal, snippet of Halo Infinite. Yes, of course. Uh, now I'm in the house, Horizon 5. Man, there's a there's a trend here, isn't there? Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, so we, we know the ones that kind of stole it. So I'm over here. Yeah, I like the design lab. <laughs> <laughs> i ordered a controller guys yeah, i got a controller dude <laughs> steel man pleasure having you on um appreciate your uh perspectives on things keeping it classy oh, yeah. keeping it real so thanks for that it's great to see you growing in the community my friend um Appreciate fun it. to have you on where can people find you look man you can find me everywhere i still reign i the T is a seven. Anywhere there's a search bar in, type that in. You <laughs> will find me. Xbox, PlayStation, Twitter, uh, wherever you may find uh, 
you want to find me at. Hit me up in the DMs. Other than that, man, look, you can find me every Friday night, 8 p.m. GRG, where gamers recognize games over there with an excellent group of guys uh, and lady, by the, by the way. Um, and where we just keep it authentic and whatnot um, within the community. And then on Saturday mornings, the Living Split Screen podcast with me and my brother from another Pong Soul give you that live raw and uncut authentic organic energy that i feel like only me and pong can bring to you as we get you ramped up into your weekend uh, again we're a non-console centric platform where we talk about everything within the gaming universe um and also throw in some personal topics ourselves uh we tend to go on rants or whatever me and pong can go easily over two hours ourselves as we're coming <laughs> to find out uh we just love to talk man and overall it's about bringing the passion back into gaming because i feel like we as gamers don't have enough problems proper representation for what we truly are. Um, but other than that, man, Ains, uh, in the BitCast squad, Dan, uh, look, it was fantastic having you guys here, man. Well, you inviting the rain <laughs> to be within the BitCast kingdom, Jordan. It was awesome to meet you. I'm definitely yeah, going to start paying attention to you, man. Um, talking that Halo talk with y'all, man, I can't wait yeah, to be able to jump into that with y'all, man. Uh, yeah. Again, I'm a, I'm a multiplayer-centric gamer, man, and that's what the hill that I've always will stand on. Uh, with other than that, man, much love to everybody. The chat was lit. Uh, I appreciate you guys for having me here. And other than that, much love. Yeah, man. Thanks, Thanks. for coming on, man. Yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah. Sounds like we are going to be playing a lot of hours together this yes. fall. Yes, yes. So uh, we'll wait. get it in. Uh, we've got a we've got a hell of a crew for Halo. It's going to be fun times. Yeah. Hell yeah. Mate, even if you guys ever really, really need it, you might be able to convince me to like meet shield it up for a few matches. <laughs> so I just run out there and then like everybody kills me, but then Let's you see go. where they are, right? So that's a that's a strategy, right? <laughs> hey, we'll, yeah. we'll get you nice with the vehicle so you can take the scorpion when it drops in and just right. blow everybody up. Yeah. That's what yeah. I mean. yeah. Somebody yeah, give me the indestructible tank. Then you could at that's least it. be our warthog, warthog, Probably not. You know, I, was, I was just trying to be like a distraction, you know. An, an I already put too much target. responsibility on you. Okay. <laughs> it's, just, it's just running forward. There's still sprint, right? I can, oh, yeah. I can just, yeah, I'll just run forward. I know I would have liked some thrust, whatever that was. And then, you know, <laughs> like everybody would be like, oh, get that guy in the middle. He's an idiot. And then you guys just sneak up on everybody else <laughs> and take him out. You know, we'll that's get, what we'll I give him the grapple the hook and he can just like literally just shoot yeah. like Spider-Man. I don't even need a gun. Uh, yeah, that's all I need. I'm good to go, man. <laughs> Just make sure the enemy team doesn't get the rocket launcher. That's all I need to do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, there would be man. so many, like, like, suicides on my part just because – not on purpose. Like just totally accidental, so it's gonna be terrible. Terrible. All right, guys. Uh, chat, you've been fantastic. Thanks everyone for tuning in. As always, anyone listening to this later, of course, we know you appreciate you. In fact, again, a big shout out. I, I just looked at our plays this morning on the audio side. Huge week um, from last week's show to the uh, industry perspectives chat. Just a huge week of listen. So thank you so much. Appreciate that. And uh, as always, guys, thanks for uh, hanging out with us. So that was Bitcast One Fifty Nine, and we will see you next Saturday. Peace. Thank you. Much love.